Yo, what's going on, people? We're back again. Recipe's podcast, episode 62. And um, look who's back. Back up, Hangman. He's returned from his hiatus. It's been a minute since he's been on one of these podcasts with us. Um, he's still not showing his face on camera, but there is a face in the corner. And uh, <laughs> if you didn't know what he looked like, that's what he looks like. But um, yeah. yeah, man, first things first. Back up, Hangman. How you doing? I am doing pretty good man you know i'm i'm really happy to be back and uh i'll just kind of get this out the way oh. um yeah no I'll, I'll get it out the way now I'm, I'm happy to be back right and you know a lot of people asked me why did i step away and uh what the whole thing was about and without you know saying too much specifically uh, i just want to say that like life is very very difficult and most of us don't really know what the fuck we're doing right and uh we proceed no it's true and we proceed on a day-to-day basis on a hamster wheel right and when you're on the hamster wheel all you see is like the next little fucking gear is turning and until you jump off it and just kind of watch what's happening it's hard to really see the bigger picture of what you're doing right and so i jumped off and i can't say that i have any more answers now about what the fuck i'm doing uh but one thing that has become clear okay yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but but what has become clear to me, uh, and just more reinforced is that what I have going with this Russell Pierce brand is something that's really really positive, and really cool, and something that I really appreciate, and I appreciate everybody that's worked with me on this brand, including all the men that I'm sharing uh, screen space with right now, and so it's only made me more motivated to come back now in 2023 and do exciting things for the channel, so. I appreciate all the people who have um, sent me messages while I were while I was gone, <clears throat> the people who have you know showed love since I've come back, and of course I appreciate all my co-hosts and co-podcasters. So uh, love you guys, appreciate everybody. I'm back. Um, I negotiated a deal with Monty on the board. Uh, I pushed certain members off the board, and I'm now the controlling majority shareholder. And uh, I'm looking to strike a deal to sell. You can't uh, lie to the shareholders like that, bro. You, know? <laughs> I mean, you can't do it, bro. You can't do I, it. I, you know? I would never. I would never violate the. Essay. My favorite part of uh, Back Up Hangman's opening essay was the part where he said he went soul searching and found no soul. But you know, <laughs> yeah. But what are you gonna do? You, you know, know, we're rocking with it. But um, we ball. Yeah, man. I'm happy you know, to be back. Parker, always, always a novelty and a pop to see you on a Thursday. Of course, the, the big, the more. Uh, the mature host of Dungai Live. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. I'm uh, I'm apologizing on Ebu's behalf for being oh, this late, 45 minutes late to uh, to getting started. But um, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, man. It's all right. So it's always good to see Parker on a Thursday. You know, uh, if you don't watch Dungai Live on Tuesdays, watch it. Yeah, watch Dungai Live. Why, yeah, why are you not watching uh, Dungai Live? Of course, the best tool last. Manny the Hooper. <laughs> so <laughs> I wish you could have saw what we were seeing Manny do <laughs> before we went before we went live. Um, but you know, always, yeah. always a pop to have him around. But how are you doing? It became nighttime yeah. in the time that we waited for <laughs> Ibu in, in Manny. It was like light out. And <laughs> I can't I can't say what I was watching later earlier, but uh but man, you know, it's fine. It's been a long day. I've been playing eight hours of Star Wars. 
And now I'm getting ready to watch the Lakers Mavericks. So I, I, stop. yeah, my eyes are my eyes are bloodshot red. <laughs> the you only time I just stopped was to go get a lasagna. Is it you know what I mean uh, in in the United States? Um do you like the parents scare the kids by telling them if to stay at the TV too long the roads will turn square? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so that's a worldwide thing. Okay. <laughs> I'll just check it. Um, but yeah, man, there's been a lot, a lot, a lot of news since, well, at least since the last Thursday podcast. Um, it was all the WWE being bought by Saudi stuff, Stephanie resigning. Um, obviously, there was a huge episode of Dynamite, the the lack of Mercedes Monet on said Dynamite. Um, am I missing that? Yeah, apparently TK and his father are in the running to want to buy WWE. Um WWE have hired another company to help lead the sale. Um, Stephanie and Triple H apparently oppose said sale. You know, it's uh, it's been a packed week. Uh, but, you know, since it's your return week and all that, uh, back up home, where do you want to start? Regarding the sale? No, where do you want to start? Like, out of those subjects, I'll just list enough. Yeah, man, where do you want to start? Uh, God, Giving you the ball, bro, you know, don't fumble. What, what, what are the topics again? I'm sorry. TK and his father potentially buying TK. WWE. Right. Um, Steph and Triple H opposing the WWE sale. Um, right. FTR, that's another one as well. FTR obviously taking a break. Um, all right, all right, WWE right. hiring Rain Group to lead the sale with JP Morgan. Um, okay, okay. Most of that is the same topic. I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you okay, this. cool. Um, yeah, man, look, at the end of the day, uh, I think it's like very obvious that you know we don't know these any of these people personally, but mm. I think it's like but I think at least professionally it's very clear that Stephanie McMahon at the very least is opposed to Vince McMahon. You know, um, it, it's just so apparent if you look at the transcript of the talent and sorry not the talent the employee meeting that took place last Friday, um, and you read between the lines and you look at the verbiage. Stephanie's talking about like I know that many of you are probably feeling a lot of animosity. I mean, I mean, angst about what's happening, and uh, you know, it was, it was very white woman speak for like this is what I feel right now, and uh, you know, I, I know we're all pissed <laughs> yeah. off. I know we're all just fucking embarrassed about what's happening, angry. It's like you know, so there's that, and and you know, the report coming out about uh, you know her opposing a sale. I think it's because at the end of the day, Vince's way, in theory, based off what everybody's saying, Vince's way of kind of completely reassuming power, including creative, is to sell the company to someone who's going to agree to allow him to be in that spot. And so I could see her just being like, this is a fucking power play. Fuck this. Right. Um, we know that in December, the board unanimously voted for him to stay away. They told him, hey, it would not be in the best interest of the shareholders of the company. Um, we have you know, our investigation has concluded and we have found, you know, out information that would just look really bad if it came out. And so, you know, translation, please stay away. When um, does that come out? When does what come out? Oh, oh that yeah, information? Be interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But can I be honest but with you But he's fired three people, so... Can I be honest yeah. with you guys? I'm at a point now where, like, I don't think anything can stop this guy. Like, he beat the federal government in the 90s with the steroid thing. Uh, he's tanked so many allegations and, you know, he just gets away with sexual misconduct. He was forced to retire from his own company and forced his way back in before the year even finished. 
like oh that's another thing actually that i didn't listen yeah. uh list earlier like obviously one of the shareholders is trying to sue him um which um you know when you read into it it seems like he does have a case but you know don't come to wrestle Puris on any sort of law news because i have no idea what i'm talking about but um Oh shit, we lost mana. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Also, more, more importantly, we've got some super chats and we will get to them, but we cannot go any longer without shouting mm. out Far 522. Obviously, huge oh part of a um, big part Holy of the community, shit. big part of the Respiratory's community. He runs uh, he runs parts of, parts of our Discord channel and all that good stuff. He's a good guy, man. Um, of clearly, as you can see, hundred dollar super chat. Shout out to Backle Pang man. Watch them go live and like the video, guys. Love you all and the community. Wrestle cringe, wrestle cringe is the true cringe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Real disappointing stuff, but uh, it is what it is. You know, wrestle cringe posting. You know, members of the fam. We we, we, can't, we can't have that. You know, it's, it's, it's just yeah. it's just it's just wrong, man. It's just bringing uninvited disrespect to someone who doesn't deserve it. So. That person has children. It's it's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Shout out far. Um, of course, uh, do what he says. Like the video. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And of course, um, you don't have to send a hundred dollars like far loves, But if you're feeling generous and want to send us a super chat, we will get to those as we uh get through the podcast. But yeah, man, Vin- Vince. Is, he's talking about Vince is someone one of the shareholders. He's trying to sue Vince. So. I don't know if that's got much validity to it or, you know, like how much how much weight that carries or if, it, you know, if the guy is going to win against Fiends or, you know. But, you know, uh, someone has decided they want to sue him. So, you know, uh, we'll see if he gets away with that one as well. Probably, because unfortunately, it seems he can get away with everything like Oki uh, like was just saying. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you think, Parker? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, about what specifically? Just, just, just this. This, this, you this know? is like, Yeah, it's like it's insane. Like he, there, he's the he's the one and only. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody better, nobody worse. Uh, he's he is Vince. Um, we we were laughing about some of the stuff about him on the yeah. live too. We were we were laughing about just him in general. I, I do like the story about him and Gronk doing, oh uh, yeah, dude, like, like testing a out a bump, and he's like, he's like, just do it <laughs> like this, and he jumps and off. It's like he jumps off a fucking cliff. He's like seventy six. Yeah, Sorry, it's you, easy. Know, you know what's crazy about this, Parker? Like, he knows that the board of directors and everybody internally don't want him back. You know, <laughs> WWE's told Sean like, yo, nobody wants him back. The directors put out a fucking formal statement. Please stay away. And he's just like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think I will. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't got, think I will. Forces is way back. Got, Steph is already gone. I, I'm asking you this, Parker. How long, honestly, until he just goes, you know what, Hunter? Uh, I just uh, I don't think you're getting it done now. I just don't. <laughs> Not I don't know. Like, I don't know what his like plan. I think he just likes being Vince, and I, he likes being the guy in charge. And it doesn't matter. Like, frankly, to him, he's like, who fucking cares if your show sucks and you're not adding any new fans or any shit like that? Like, to him, it's 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 he's insanely profitable, which he is because yeah. you know live TV is like a rare commodity nowadays that, that right. people actually tune in to watch. And so, 
in his eyes, he's like, I'm the best in the world at this. I'm the best who's ever done this. And I like being in charge. And I like that I can have that I can have a, a no sneezing rule and enforce it. And like people just people just have to listen to me about it. Like who else in the world has the power to do that? Be like, no, you can't sneeze. Otherwise you lose your job. Um no uh, sneezing. So yeah, he, he just you, loves you it. can't use certain you can't use the word hospital. You can't use you the know? word hospital. I like it's a local it. medical facility. And it's not local a title. Medical. It's not a it's, oh no, it's not a belt. It, it's the a, most it's a the most the most famous one, or, or like a recent just egregious one, WrestleMania 20, uh, 30, what, 7, 2021, the fiend emerges from a box. And Michael Cole <laughs> is not allowed to the call structure. it a box. He calls it a, a, a box-like structure. It seems to be something like, like of a, of a box-like <laughs> structure. What's a fucking <laughs> lunatic? Yeah, he, he's nuts, bro. Uh, Manny, I think you was gonna, uh, I think you was gonna get something in a minute ago. What was you gonna say? I was just gonna say, like before they, before they unanimously voted him in, like I think a week before they unanimously kept voting him out, like to keep him out. So you know, like what changed in that one week? And then um, even from the PWI thing that came out earlier. They were just saying that uh, even even uh, Triple H is against the sale, so I don't know what yeah, he plans on Stephanie, doing. So yeah, both of them were out, and then Stephanie just decided to just take her ball and go home because she didn't want to do it with her dad. So <laughs> now just now, to describe it, <laughs> she walked out on the team, you know. Hey, look what she said. Then now and forever, she didn't mean it because man. As soon as Vince came back, she didn't even bother fighting. She's, I'm just gonna that's give the, up. This. That's the face of the women's revolution. Yeah, she, <laughs> she gave up and she 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 got killed in the first round. Just went home. I mean, let's see how long. Oh, it's so so. I want to add some insight. Uh, so you know, frankly, in terms of what she was doing on a technical level as her job, because I, I asked around about this, and, and the blunt, honest answer is, she was there to be the face and spokesperson for media appearances, right? And she was, and also because, you know, as a co-CEO, they wanted a McMahon, to, a, a named McMahon in the, on the CEO level next to Nick Khan. Yeah, we said that um, on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but besides that, she was frankly, on an internal level, she was there for vibes. Uh, I was told Pop. that she, she just made the locker room happy. They just happened to really like her. Like, Pop. so she would basically kind of be like, hey, um, I think they don't need to do five houses a week maybe they should do four and then you know they'll change it to four you know they'll send the internal memo in the email they'll tell the roster this was stephanie's decision everybody goes yay stephanie and then that's that you know literally um uh, what else was there? i like it um, you know yeah she she told <laughs> yeah, us it's fine. yeah she she ushered in uh you know another new initiative hey guys That's awesome. <laughs> and so oh, that was a Stephanie Joyce. Yeah, yeah. She basically was the face of workers' rights within the company when she came back. And she basically was the <laughs> one credited for raising, even beyond, like with Hunter, they see him as, okay, this is, if nothing else, if nothing else, creative stability in the sense that I don't have to wait till 755 money to know what I'm doing on Raw, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what he represented for some people. And for certain people, it's like, oh, I, I get to do more on the show, right? With Stephanie, it's more like, okay, this job just generally sucks less because, you know, it just, it just sucks less. I also found out that, so um, before Raw used to get finished right before it went live, right? Now, there's a hard and fast rule that they have to finish Raw Thursday night. 
in terms of putting the show together. And so what would happen now is before Monty, the entire Raw roster would travel to TV, whether they're being used or not, because, you know, they don't know if they're going to get used. It's so expensive as well. So check check this out. The entire Raw roster, even if you're like the fucking bottom of the barrel jobber, you had to travel to TV, right? And what happens, the guys who don't get used don't get used and they hang out in catering, right? And so one of the other Stephanie initiatives was, hey, instead of forcing all these people to fly to TV to do nothing, if you're not on the show, since we know they're not going to be on the show, we know Thursday, why don't we inform those people and then they just stay home? And so that's the thing. She earned a lot of internal goodwill with the talent because to them it's like, oh, she's the fun lady that like gives us new new perks, you know, which is why, the, which is why frankly, um, even more so than like just the uncertainty and fear about Vince being back involved, um, a lot of the talent internally were going fucking nuts when Stephanie resigned. And most of them were just spamming Sean Ross app's messages because it was one of those things of like, oh my God, like what's happening? Like, oh, are we fucked? Like, ah. Oh. Um, and then none of them can tweet about it publicly because they're all fucking afraid of what's happening. No one knows what the fuck's going on. You know what I mean? We're seeing how this news cycle is going on a day-to-day basis. We thought WWE got sold to Saudi and then, and then it didn't, but like, we don't know what's happening. So I don't matter with the talent and how they're being kept in the dark. It's like, why tweet anything? Because for all we know, tomorrow Vince says, hey, I'm like, everything again and like half you are fired you know so yeah it's a mess it's a mess Um, mess. i guess we'll just have to see what happens you know yeah (laughs) do they get sold to the saudis do they not you know um does vince get sued successfully do the cons buy it bro i think that story is so much air bro like uh, we was talking about we was talking about before we went live as well it's just yeah, they would definitely need like some sort of help, you know. Uh, I doubt can't. I doubt the Khan's got like seven billion, like just lying around, you know, just to buy the WWE. I think Parker looked it up before we went live. The net worth is around eleven billion, which is like everything attached to them and what they own comes to eleven billion. I like, no, said no, I doubt no. they've got seven billion. Um, don't, of course, they could bring in part. Eleven point five. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Obviously, they could get a partner to come in and do it, but it's just like you know. Then obviously, there's the whole obstacle: is is Vince going to sell to the cons? Like, no, he's not, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, like you said, he's gonna use the Saudis. You know, obviously, most people, a lot of people, expect it to be them, regardless of the news of the sale being done, getting debunked. Um, a lot of people are still expecting it to be the Saudis, especially if Vince is leading the sale, because you know. <laughs> Vince, <laughs> it's just... yeah. well, I, I, well, to be fair, we don't know what kind of energy oh. Vince is on. So, uh... what, kind of, what kind of energy is on the same for the past 50 years? I need to check the Vince vibe real quick. Vince, vibe <laughs> real quick, just to, uh, just to get a, bro, bro, do you guys know what he said backstage when he walked past into Gorilla when he did that uh TV appearance after the allegations came out? Yeah, fuck him. He said he just screamed, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> That's crazy, right, bro. Literal rape allegations em. against this man's name, you know? Like, and he's he's out here electing himself to be fucking chairman of the board. <laughs> no, yo, he's, uh, he's insane. Uh, other little tidbit of news. Uh, WWE have hired the Rain Group to lead the WWE sale. Um, Obviously, there was news earlier in the week or last week about WWE hiring JP Morgan to help out with the sale. Um, they're still involved with helping out with the sale, but Rain Group, who have just been a, uh, announced, they will be leading the sale. Um, again, 
not really my strong suit. I don't really know how what, what that means, really. But you know, it's obviously quite a big story. So throw it in there. But um, yeah, man, I don't I don't know what's going on with WWE. Uh, up the top, corporate, the board, all that sort of stuff. It's a mess at the minute from our point of view, you know. And I'm sure that's how it looks internally as well. So uh, I don't know. The stock price keeps going up, though. That's what yeah. I keep seeing. You know, I just remembered. I remember uh, this is a, this happened on a podcast a while back. I remember the, we you asked us what our predictions were for like uh, 2022 or something like that. And for some reason, you thought for somebody said that they were going to sell, and who would have thought it was going to be in tw- mid 20? What the hell was that? Did you guys hear that? Know. Your house. <laughs> that wasn't my house. Wasn't oh, okay. I, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Bro. It's Ebu at the microwave. Wait, what's oh. happening? I, I I'm not around anything. Do we have some background noise? What's going on? No, we're good. Man. No, no, just, on, never mind. Let's go. No, I was gonna say that like, we just pre- we we predicted that the sale might happen late last year, but it's happening this year after all. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah, not even not even two weeks into the year, and uh, what, there's already. What's, what's the funniest? On. What's the funniest um, outcome of this from a sales standpoint? He sells it to Tony Khan. Yeah, that I'll be, yeah, that's not the funniest, you know. Like, yeah, that's triple, just never happening, you know. So in Triple H has to work for Tony Khan. No, my God. <laughs> he has to. He's written here. Um, Welcome everybody to AEW Dynamite. He's, he's indentured. Yeah, let's uh, let me flow through some super, some super chats because they are building up. Uh, we do appreciate. Oh. Imagine also, I also, I also favorite. Go on, man. On, imagine so Tony Khan doing that. Imagine Tony Khan doing the finger point to Triple H. Yeah. Finger point. Oh, oh, the, the point, like the picture point that he does. Oh yeah. my god, I'm still dying. And he Triple H has to work for it. Like, he, <laughs> he has like, no he choice. Say no. Yeah, like, like Stephanie literally walked out yesterday that, or whatever. That's, that's, <laughs> that's literally that's literally what Vince did with WCW. He was like, "I'm gonna take you guys, and you're just gonna job on TV, my guys, you know, for like a year." Just because, you know, because I'm this. Well, you know, we, uh, we couldn't do that with WCW because they all wanted to stay at home. <laughs> the but, top guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I mean, bro. Like, I'm not going uh, on fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay home and collect these three million for nothing, oh. you know? <laughs> like, I, 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 just need Tony, I just need Tony Khan to convince Vince to let him buy Night, like the rights to WCW or ECW. And we can imagine oh, like Rampage just turning into Nitro. That could be that might bro imagine like uh what, WWE WWE sell to uh, like the Saudis or something like somewhere yeah. that won't really give a shit about like WCW yeah, yeah. library and rights and stuff. Yeah. And like Tony just weasels his way in, you know. And we get we get Nitro back. <laughs> Nitro back Nitro back on TNT. <laughs> huh? You know that the uh, Saudi government like they're they're so not tapped in with wrestling that when they bought WWE in 2018, one of the people that they asked for their show was Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, and they sent out that huge sumo wrestler, bro. I remember that. They're uh, fucking dead. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tony Khan is such a super fan and a nerd that he would absolutely he would use every single like WCW IP possible. That man, you you get TV specials like Welcome everybody, welcome everybody to AEW Road Wild, AEW Halloween Havoc. AEW fucking great looking back. Bro, he would just shit. bring back Nitro. We get <laughs> we get crow we get crowbar on national television again. Oh you know? <laughs> he would he would bro he would totally 
every resource he, he has to recreate the old Nitro set. And you, you can't forget that he would also try to buy ECW. Oh, my God. Paul. Come Imagine on, he brings back like, hardcore TV, too. He is a... God. What, what, what a go, you know? Tony <laughs> Khan. The fan that happened to be a billionaire, you know? His recent TV has been, uh, been on fire, you know? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So, super chats. I did service from Jamie as well. Uh, again, yeah. far, far cheaper to appreciate the hundred dollar super chat. Uh, we yeah, absolutely appreciate what you do. Uh, Jamie Ross, he has filed a lawsuit upon hearing about Hangers' return to the board. Um, I hope that you've got your lawyers ready to battle with this, Ibu. So, what's up? Making them up. <laughs> Jamie's filing a lawsuit against you. Listen, I. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about the SEC. Uh, I'm taking Russell Pierce pi- private, frankly. So you know, you guys don't have to worry about that. Already private, have, you know. <laughs> I want. I want to. I want to also let everybody know. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for the whole podcast because I am ending the show with an announcement, and in the middle of the show, I will give an update on the Russell Pierce board of directors. So no, stay tuned God. for those two things. You know. Not being clear. <laughs> you anyway, anyway, super chats, super chats. <laughs> Shytown Spurs, $5. This was sent before we even went live. Really appreciate it. Of course, uh, here to see how grumpy mentality is after Dynamite, after no Mercedes, and TK's Fulham beating Chelsea for the first time in like 20 years. Um, Chelsea, my uh, football slash soccer team, they are absolutely finished, bro. Um, very un- very unfortunate circumstances leading to our downfall, such as, you know, the war in Ukraine, which is, as wild as it sounds, actually had an effect on the job. <laughs> no, it's... Oh, man. It sounds like an excuse. Fuck Putin is basically uh, <laughs> where I'm at with that. Um, Chelsea finished, though. Dynamite was good, man. No Mercedes. I wasn't expecting her. Obviously, I know you watch most of our podcasts. I don't think I've ever once been... Uh, Totally convinced she was coming in at that moment. Yeah, I thought you were delusional, it. frankly. I thought you were just Bro, everyone so called much. me crazy. Even people called Dave crazy as well, you know. Yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. I doubted him. I he was right. I didn't like predict it. I was just like, you know, I was just kind of like, I'm not convinced she's coming in, you know. It wasn't really anything you solid for me. About it, Monty? So just to set the stage for everybody, a week ago, Mother expected Sasha Banks on, on Dynamite, Mercedes Monet, because she just showed up at, at Wrestle Kingdom. AEW set the stage with the, the mystery partner and, you know, booking it a, a, a month out. Britt Baker, you know, she said she did the boss hint where she said boss and winked at the camera. You know, Will Washington of Grab City was doing a percentage game where he was ranking the percentage of, of, of the likelihood of her appearing, and he peaked at 100. <laughs> And, and, and he was backed up by Sean Ross Sapp, who did shows with, with, with Will, you know, live. And he's kind of going like, hey, you know, I, I haven't heard anything to the contrary of what Will's hearing. You know, nobody's denying it to me. And furthermore, not just putting it all on, on the reporters, Tony Khan himself, Tony Khan himself was doing various interviews. And the thing about Tony Khan is when something is not happening, he usually vehemently denies it or, you know, whatever. With Sasha, anytime he was asked about it, he played very coy. You know, he's just kind of like, hey, you know, anything could happen, and, you know, that, that, that. He, he just kind of we- weaved around the question, right? And so all these things led the majority of the fan base to believe that it was a possibility. And in, in the middle of all of this, at the height of all of this, Dave Meltzer's like, yeah, it's just not happening. 
Like, yeah, like, but it was um. He's like, it's it's just not happening. She's not. She's not coming. Like, it was what um. What are you talking about, Dave? It was like, yeah, like you said, like last Thursday, Sasha's just came out of Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Brit's just done the boss line. Um, you know, he just kind of like obviously the stage was set with the tag match. Um, Will done his Bill was kind of uh, like you said, he was throwing around like uh, percentages and he was just kind of tweeting about it. And he said he was at 100% what he thinks will happen. Um, but like amongst all of this, like all the people who were convinced it was going to happen. We're never like everything was like, well, nobody's denying it to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't really anything. Then the whole thing, I think I was saying in one of our group chats earlier, it's like Sean Rossap never actually really done a report on it or anything. You know what I mean? Um, Sean Rossap never actually done a report on it, which I thought was a flag. Then, like, the confidence Dave had last week <laughs> when he was just like, yeah, it's not happening. I was like, oh. Fuck, <laughs> you know, Dave was saying he spoke to people in WWE, he spoke to people close to the situation, he spoke to somebody in the match, and he was like, <laughs> Dave's getting worked for, that's what everyone yeah. was doing, and he was that's like, nah, I bro, like, I know, I know Dave, you know, he's, he's, he's getting old, and, you know, he's not as, uh, he might not be as sharp, he might not be as sharp, but he's never, like, even when he is, like, off on something, it's usually something that he's speculating about and he's not actually reporting about. Like with this, he came in with hella confidence, bro. Like he was just like, "Yeah, it's not happening." No one in WWE thinks it has a chance of happening. It's not happening. Like I've spoke to multiple people, it's not happening. And like I said, everyone was doing the whole, "Oh, he's getting worked. He's getting worked." So, nah, bro. Like he wasn't. It wasn't. He wasn't. That man straight up said, "He told me she will not wrestle for AEW," and I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Like. He, it was so emphatic, so just out with his chest. I was like, man, someone's going to look really bad in a week. And I assumed it was Dave. I was like, everybody's saying it's it's Mercedes and everyone's going in that direction. And the one guy to stand in the middle of that and is like, it's just, it's just not fucking happening. Even Brian was like, wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah, literally, bro. I remember even Brian was kind of like, he didn't straight up disagree with that or anything, but he was just like, what? wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what and, you mean, and, bro? <laughs> and, and so for all the dust to settle, right? He's the one who was right. You know, mm-hmm. I'd like to issue my public apology to Mr. David Meltzer. Uh, you are still the goat of wrestling journalism. Um, you are still him, as the kids say. Uh, <laughs> I, I bow to you, sir. And, and yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I'm still Monty. I, I still can't believe she didn't show up. Like, I. I <laughs> Honestly, when, I just could. It just felt like it was happening. It just felt like it was happening. Well, I mean, like, I, I think it's obviously that. we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to like the Dynamite review part of the show. Right. But it's like you know right. the uh, the expectation. Like you said when you mentioned Tony Khan on uh, multiple interviews and stuff, like he never venomously like didn't not denied it or anything. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I just don't think AEW's expectation management was very good here. You know, um, it's like I, I was saying it last night. It's like even their way of doing like damage control. If they knew she wasn't coming in last week, it's like they they straight up told us Tony Storm was the partner. But within that angle, they set the seeds for a big angle. <laughs> so it was like people were like, oh well, she that you see the look on her face. She she's obviously she's gonna call she's gonna call Sasha, and they're gonna they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that. And it's like, bro, they just. Yeah, like I said, they, I, they they planted the seeds for a big angle in 
a segment where they were trying to clear the air, I think, and I think that that kind of uh, that even just that little bit wasn't it wasn't. Uh, That's the other you know. thing. We we all have wrestling fan brain, right? So when she announced Tony, we still were like, uh, it's not happening because it doesn't make sense to announce a mystery partner and then a week before you're like and it's someone who is on tv every week yeah and the thing is they did that and like they made sure to demonstratively show sheeta like i don't approve of this choice you just made really slighted and angry so you know as wrestling fans like oh i'm gonna beat her up the spot is open and then furthermore Furthermore, 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 Baker gave Paige two tickets to the forum. She, it was like a, it was like a, literally a, a blatant thing on the TV, like one of the shows where she was like, "Hey, you know, use these or whatever the fuck you want to do." So you know, wrestling fans, AEW normally pays attention to detail, you know, and they're the company that you know pays off the hints and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think it's totally fair for everybody to think like, "Oh man, like yeah, Sasha Nail." Bro, AEW is definitely like a company where like fans are normally rewarded for looking at these little details. Do you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. So, WWE for years actively discouraged people paying attention to stuff like that. But with AEW, I mean, we've seen time and time again, guys. Right? There, there'd be these kind of you know borderline bad faith you know people who would just be like, "What's going on here? This story doesn't make any sense. What's, what's going on?" And then people are like, "What?" And then you know the, the nerds you know would conversely be like, "No, what do you mean?" Like. Backstage on Rampage, there was like this thing on the screen, and it means this, and and they'd end up being right. You know, they'd end mm-hmm. up being right most of the time. So, yeah, yeah. I think what I think what happened was, I think they thought her and Naomi were coming in, and just didn't end up happening. <laughs> well, you know, there's the rumors flying around that apparently Sasha put the price up on Tony and stuff like that. Yeah, there, there, there is that circulating. Yeah, but, yeah. So, there was that, but but yeah, they that thing don't on. want you to know. Yeah, it was that thing on the observer board where, yeah, where she put her price up. <laughs> Sorry, that got me. They. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, they, they with three parentheses. Board. They don't want you to know about this. Okay. <laughs> but I know. Never I know. mind. Never but I'm the bad yeah. guy for bringing it up. Yeah, right. cool. Never mind. Because um, <laughs> Custodium, Brian Pillman Jr., aka Rizgard, <laughs> appreciate you. Nine ninety nine. Hey friends, show was dynamite. Uh, show was dynamite. Was amazing yesterday. I lost my voice. Back up. Welcome back, King and man. Tony get us after the women's tag match. Tony got us after the women's tag match. Lights turned off and it was a rampage promo. No money, bro. Did you guys see that? I did tweet on the WrestleCurious account. Mm-hmm. It's like after the women's tag match, like the lights went off, like about to go into an ad break or do rampage promos or whatever the fuck, and all the lights went off and the crowd like all shit themselves, you know. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like the Titan Tron came back on, it was just like a rampage match graphic, and the whole arena goes. Monty, oh. I, wish, <laughs> I wish you could see my body language. The whole match, and fuck, you saw me and Murph just being fucking maniacs, right? Oh, like, bro. The it whole match. Embarrassing. I'm, yeah, I'm this was insane. like, oh, this was too much. Yeah, yeah. For, for anyone that obviously doesn't know, because they're not in our group chats, it's like Murph and Murph and Ibu, <laughs> the whole of this women's tag <laughs> match, <laughs> literally like, oh my they're god, like, oh my god, I'm so nervous. I feel shaking, bro. My stomach feels all weird. Oh my god, bro. What if it happens? <laughs> uh, like, and it's just like, bro, this is shame as <laughs> shit right now. The, the, like, the funniest, the funniest thing is, I'm saying all these like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm shaking, I'm bloated, 
I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm breathing hard. This, this I'm shitting. I'm throwing up. <laughs> this nigga Chris is like, bro, have your period somewhere else. God. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I was doing that because here's the thing, guys. I don't watch a lot of wrestling live. You know, I don't watch a lot of wrestling live because of my work schedule. And mm-hmm. so I get spoiled on big happenings like 50% of the time. Or I have an idea it happened, right? And so watching live, I'm not good with surprises. I'm an anxious human being. So I'm, I'm, ex- I'm fully expecting Sasha. I just want to fucking get it out of the way, right? The match ends. I watched about 40% of it. And I'm like, all right, it's happening. And then you go right into like fucking doing the graphics and shit. And I'm like, no fucking way. Like I was in such denial. I was like, okay, after the graphic, she's gonna show up. Like after, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after this rampage plug, real quick. You know what I mean? Mercedes, who, who remembers Ciampa's heel turn on Gargano? Because because with that one, they were on the stage celebrating, and then they did that that kind of like graphic on the corner. Yeah, the graphic in the, the show's trademark shit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, the show's over, and then he turned. He was like, oh shit. So I'm thinking, like, okay, like, what if AEW is working here? Like, what if they're, you know, going to show her after the graphic? And no, they just that was a uh, that was very much a Triple H thing that he uh, he done it a few times. To be fair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the big, like that, that was the big like, yeah that was the yeah. big one though the uh, Gargano mm-hmm. one. But uh, yeah, more super chats. Uh, Rest of Purist for Victor Romano, two dollars. Rest of Purist to Jeddah. Here we go. I will not be going <laughs> to Jeddah. Um, to Jeddah. I will not uh, be partaking in that for playing journey. Um, Russell Pierce, crown jewel, man. Yeah. Jenny Omega, four ninety nine. Welcome back up and happy late birthday to at Hanky Fashion. Please oh, absolutely. Don't support that page. Um, we are against it over. It's really bad. It's a bad. Really bad stuff. I thought I thought better with Jenny, you know. But Jenny's, Jenny's awesome, man. Jenny, I, I thought I did think that you. until about five seconds ago, you know. Shouting out hangy fashion. That's a crime, bro. Kinda Did you know that you can unbutton a shirt and throw a chain on? <laughs> I, you know, I heard that's the peak of fashion. <laughs> I, I, I have a, I have a, a PSA you know, to, to, to dripless niggas worldwide. Oh, bro. Stop it. If, if, you're, stop. if you're struggling with, with swag and drip and women, here's, an, here's a word of advice. Go down a couple buttons. Fuck. Take tilt your head. Don't listen to this five foot eight fucking <laughs> this forty year old man. Five foot eight, forty year old man. Listen, listen. I am I am five eleven without shoes. Thank you very much. And I am not forty. I'm thirty seven. And I just want to say that <laughs> no, don't don't run with that. But no, listen, guys, look. Honestly, tilt your head at an angle, about 60 degrees, roughly, right? Take it. This is advice that would get you put on a list. <laughs> it's cooking, you know, bro. Put, put a chain on, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and we're, we're, good. we're getting somewhere with this. Scaring the hose, bro. Oh, my God. We're back to tomatoes? But you was getting uh, I, tomatoes I, when you was doing, like, your genuine, like, hey, guys, I'm back. Like... <laughs> Like, like, like my baby face promo to start the thing. Yeah, think, bro. It's just... Like, it's fucking tomatoes. Fuck up, man. But yeah, man. Uh, super Chats. Darren Walker, five pounds. At long last, back up, hang, man. He's finally back. 
He's been very much missed. Backup talks common sense to only missing Anna the goat now. Yeah, we we do miss Anna, but she's very busy. And uh, hopefully in February she'll make at least one appearance. As uh, that is in the works right now. But mm-hmm. you know she's busy and she has a she has Not a life unlike unlike yeah. myself. You know, so <laughs> uh, pylons five dollars. Appreciate yeah. How would you book Babyface Adam Cole? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it to be honest. Um, anyone know. got any bright ideas? No, who the fuck? I don't know. I don't do fantasy booking. I, I, was, I, 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 was I kind of struggle with it. There's sometimes I'll have a bright idea, like sometimes something will hit me, you know, <laughs> but like. I'm not good at like you know. I'm no uh, I'm no Adam. What's his name? Adam Blampoid or whatever his name is from uh. You you you, 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 you you basically are him, you know, Monty. If we get into your behind the scenes practice. I mean, let, let, you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's uh let's slow down a bit there, fella. Uh, anyway, right. wait, wait, wait. Uh, I want to answer the question. I want to answer the question. Okay, okay. Um, I have concrete ideas for Adam Cole, but what I will say is. Um, Before you start, Ibu, you keep yeah. doing this thing where you keep putting your hand over the microphone halfway through a sentence and you go really quiet. <laughs> I'm not touching it. Is it really doing that? Yeah. Am I, is it doing it now? No. Next time it happens, let me know. Like, <laughs> it just happened. It happened right there. <laughs> what? What? Right, hold on, hold on. Let me switch AirPods. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. We got a whole... Uh, uh, while you're waiting, Kick the Lamora, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second, real quick, Lamora. Lamora will let me do this. Uh, take the fifty dollars that you owe me, yeah, and buy an actual microphone, okay, and 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 be on camera next time and on time. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, uh, I'll think time. about it. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Oh, wait, uh, Lamora said, "Welcome back, Anger Boy. Five dollars. Appreciate you before you Love get you, Thank you so much. Thank you so this much. This question here." Okay, go. So here's the deal, man. Um, the super chat. Um, I've heard people make uh, you know rumors about teaming up with the Kingdom, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven, and uh, no disrespect to any of those two individuals, but um, I just feel like Adam Cole coming back. He felt like a really hot act again, right? He felt yeah, really yeah. hot again, uh, and uh, you know, very Great much. Promo as well. <laughs> promo swagger you know main mm-hmm. event aura i don't know if i want to attach anything that how does that do that right now you know what i mean like he's kind of doing his thing he had a great promo let that kind of exist without you know attaching people to him that he has to now essentially you know whatever you want to say elevate or whatever uh, it's it's just not worth having bodies for trios matches it, it's like let him just kind of i i would honestly let the story just write itself if that makes any sense because i feel like sometimes with wrestling right you know you do something on a given week and the way the crowd reacts organically to it it, it tells you where you need to go first easiest example darby mm-hmm. allen versus samoa joe was so great it told tony khan that well, this is the direction i need to go in you know what i mean which is darby you know build to a darby rematch where he gets the title back right that wasn't planned it just it was just it's just how it happened right so what i would say is you know, I, I'd kind of pick Adam Cole's brain on who he wants to work with next. Maybe kind of put him in something related to the elite, and just kind of let that tell itself. Um, so that that's okay. kind of my answer. 
<clears throat> How's he going to feel with the elite if he doesn't have a team? He doesn't have to. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, you're not going to get this fucking fuck off, all right? My team and, and, and Mike Bennett, we're not going to make this a thing, man. We're not. We're not hey, man, this just, just sounds like a man that hasn't seen any of their dark matches like I have been doing the study tape. Oh my uh, god! They're not still tag team, man. They're not. There's nothing like bad about them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, did you yeah. Did you see Mike Bennett hoop on Friday against Darby Allen? Mike Bennett's a good wrestler. I gave. Listen, I gave him enough. Mike Bennett, I got super chats to get through. All right. Karl <laughs> uh, Marx for not in order appreciate you. Hollywood back up a true proletarian. <laughs> A man of the people on behalf of the Communist Party. Welcome back, comrade. Communist Manifesto remix coming out soon. He's talking to you back up, man. Yeah. Pylons, uh, I know Cole doesn't want anything to do with Roosh. Roosh said, I'm right back home. Um, RJ, Epic One. 699 Canadian, appreciate your back up, Hangman. Heard the rest of Purist fans chanting his name for seven years. Great to be, great to have you be back in the world of podcasting. I mean, to you, maybe, you know. <laughs> Fuck off. Listen, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for the super chat donation. I'm very happy to be back. Um, like I said, man, 2023, we're going to take it up a notch. You know, Adam Pierce is dead. He's dead. He's buried. He's yeah. gone. The childish gimme. You know, he's a, the he the Rocky Malvia of the Dwayne Rocky. Johnson. You know, I wouldn't say that. I I think I think Hollywood <laughs> Hangman Adam Pierce. I wouldn't say that. Him. Actually, it's really good now that I think about it. <laughs> no, I'll say this: Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce better at Twitter than Rocky Malvia was at wrestling. With that said, Mark is like, oh, let's think about it. Hmm. With that with that said, with that said, he is a relic of the past. And we're going to do some big boy shit He's this done. year. He's done. He had to leave town. He lost the AO and he had to leave no, town. No, oh, see, that's not, that's not flying, though. That didn't happen. You <laughs> that's know. what happened, bro. Like, but, um, but, you know, uh, you know, but, but Uncle Uncle Hangy is here, you know. No. And, uh, oh, bro. Oh, yeah. Uncle, yeah, Uncle no, Nobody calls you that, you know. He's doing Uncle Howdy. Yeah. Bree Woo four ninety nine. Would it be possible that the Khan's throwing some ownership stake at the Jags to Vince and give him what he always wanted to sweeten the deal, bro? It's not happening. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't don't waste your, I'm sure, very great brain cells and energy on thinking <laughs> about this. Like, it's just not. It's not happening, bro. Like, you make jokes about it and shit. You know, like make your jokes and stuff, but like. Because that's always fun, but like, don't actually sit there like thinking like, how does this deal come together? Like, bro, it's not, it's never. That's how it comes together. Um, appreciate it as always. Appreciate all these super chats. Uh, Andrew the Giant, five pounds. Great to see Ibu back. <laughs> see you. <laughs> quotation mark. Uh, loved your thread on Saudi bars and Islamophobia. Definitely felt there was a lot of performative takes on Tuesday. So, yeah, there definitely was, bro. Like, I know, Andrew- I know Saudi Arabia is like bad, whatever you know. Uh, not the most, you know. They don't, they don't run the country the way that we're used to, you know, um, yeah. to say the least. But a lot of people were like just kind of going like crazy on the time. Like we saw some of the jokes and comments that were making just about mm. the whole. Mustafa Ali's gonna be the fucking world champion. Yeah, like 
Well, dude, 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 dude's posting nine eleven memes and shit like that. It's just like, here's my thing: the culture of wrestling Twitter, right? And just Twitter in general is, you know, it's. I'm sure that there's an addictive quality to just posting and saying the snappiest, you know, snappiest, quirkiest, most, you know, whatever insight, not insightful, but just just wittiest thing that's going to get a bunch of likes and stuff, right? And, you know, a lot of people are addic- addicted to the engagement. And in a big story like this, it's like, oh, my God, I got to rush to just get my joke off, right? And so for a lot of people, the easiest way to do that is like, oh, let me fucking say some shit about fucking twin towers and fucking hanging and whatever the fuck, right? But I think people need to realize sometimes to, to just take a step back and realize like how insane they're being, you know, when they say certain yeah. things. And, and, and like, he just literally takes that. Bro, Monty, my brother's not in wrestling Twitter, right? But he just like looked at it from a distance. He's like, yo, what the fuck is going on on your side of Twitter? And like, he's like, show you sending me like fucking, <laughs> just fucking like crazy shit, right? And, and, and furthermore than that, uh, I, I do also want to say that from the performative standpoint, you know, I, I totally believe that people, there are people that absolutely care about human rights and care about, you know, just like the well-being of people who are under the um, uh, thumb of oppressive regimes and things like that, right? But it does look bad, especially to like, you know, somebody who is, you know, Arab-American or someone who's like a Muslim or, or, or a Middle Eastern, right? A man in their perspective, right? When they see, you know, people who are like, like flat out white, right? Who only tweet about Saudi Arabia and, 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 and things like this when it's time to talk about them in relation to WWE, right? It does, no, regardless of what you say and how you feel about it, it does look a certain way. You know, um, and it does come off performative, and it does come off like just a fan who wants yeah, to dunk on another wrestling. Yeah. So it's just, it's these are just things to be mindful of. Uh, and, and I say this while also not trying to shame anybody who is morally opposed to the Saudi Arabian government. But uh, I, I do think people sometimes do go uh, over the top with uh, the jokes that they make. But yeah, yeah, like I was saying, so yeah, Saudi Arabia, so definitely not agreeing with them and saying we're not even like defending them it's just kind of like no a lot of people have definitely borderlining on like islamophobia racism course, and stuff like, that. like and in their minds i think they were just trying to like get smart wwe bad jokes off you know uh, yeah but yeah man so you know be, be mindful of what you say man because you know um it's it, it did get a bit weird on tuesday definitely mm. um okay Enough of that preachy shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> Alpha Kunua four ninety nine. As fifty one, <laughs> as fifty one percent owner of Resopurus and majority voting share uh, shareholder, I'm selling Resopurus to my good friend Peter <laughs> Garrow. Well, uh, I don't know if you've got the authority to do that. You do claim to have fifty one percent, but uh, you know, uh, good luck with that. You know, uh, my four ninety nine. Appreciate that. Motherfucker took a month off, rebranded as his own face, said it's a new era for him, and he still does not have a webcam. I know, bro. He's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just—he's um, not was... serious, bro. Like, he's just not serious. Like, <laughs> he's, he's what it is. Like, if you guys want to fuck with him still, that's up to you. But you know, I—I I, I can't give my real opinions on screen. You know, <laughs> Monty is an oppressive owner. He is. A piece of shit, and he's very unencouraging. And um, he tried everything he could to, to suppress me and hold me from returning the board. Uh, but you know, again, I'm a majority shareholder, so you can't do shit about it. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> something. 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 Far five triple two ten dollars. Why Keller was alluding earlier that possibly Mercedes after stuff out of TK's range and painted her as a CM Punk with 
how those at WWE feel about her. Um, yeah, I, think, I did see that report. So, uh, do you want me to drop a scoop, Monty? Is is is, is it Mercedes scoop time? Because I have some insight on this. Go go ahead. Obviously, it must so, be relevant if you've just thought yeah. of it now. So so here's here's what I can add to this, and I think some of it's unfortunate. Maybe you could say some of it's founded, but I think some of it's just a bit unfortunate. Um, there seems to be an industry wide, I guess I don't know what the word would be, belief, um, view of of Mercedes as a certain way. Um, because here's the deal, right? I'll, I'll tell you guys this. When she came back to WWE in 2019, right, she got a significant pay increase. Significant, right? Like, we're talking double what she was making prior. And among the among this was various new perks like a private, you know, plane and a private bus. And, you know, more power to her. I think she's one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time, if not the greatest, right? I think she's tremendous, right? I think as a talent, she's somebody that WWE, even though as, you know, for all the great things that she did in WWE, I think she could have done. Yeah, even she's more. great, bro. Get you know? to the point. <laughs> well, the point is, this. The, point is this. the point I'm making is this: um, there was a, a pre- prevailing jealousy of her. I think from a lot of people, and I think many people just felt that she was spoiled. And and the fact that she walked out on the company when she kind of had that setup and situation for her. Uh, I also want to mention that she had a limited, her schedule had less dates than like the average wrestler. And it included various breaks that she was allowed to, you know, exercise and take whenever she wanted to. I think it was like two a year, right? So because that was her setup, some people just kind of thought that she was spoiled and, you know, you know, I, I think it's rooted in jealousy. And the point I'm making is this, that was WWE's view and the people within the company, right? And I would absolutely imagine that that spreads across to other places. And I wouldn't be shocked that they kind of put that out in other places, right? You now couple this with her, a woman, basically telling WWE and telling AEW, frankly, like, hey, you want my services, you have to fucking pay me. You know, pay me on a, on a high level. You know what I mean? You know, Dave Meltzer wouldn't commit to an exact number, but he said he said it was comparable to the horsewoman, right? And the horsewoman, specifically Sasha, no, I mean, sorry, Charlotte and Becky, they're the highest paid people in the company not named uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. So... You know, we're we're talking around four million dollars, right? And Voices of Wrestling said it was beyond that. Now, if she's throwing that number at Tony, she'd be absolutely the highest paid person in the company. And to me, I still go for it. I still do it. I still I still do do the deal. But you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if some of these people are just kind of like, ah, I don't know about her. Maybe she's maybe she is nuts the way they say. You know. Uh, and we, none of us know. We don't know Sasha. We don't fucking know. Maybe yeah, she is a fucking, yeah. maybe she is a nut job. You know, but Obviously, with it being PW Torch, I will give kind of like a, uh, kind of, you know, some content to what we're talking about. So, like, the way Keller report was, uh, yeah, basically, he said that, let me just get through this real quick, man. I'll just read the report so the people listening know what, what the hell we're talking about, you know? Um, I know it's not popular with people who really like her, but I'm just reporting what I'm told. I'm not saying she's at CM Punk level of unpopular with fellow wrestlers and management in WWE, but she has her critics. And the details I've been given indicate that she's earned it. And if Tony Khan did his due diligence and due, due diligence and had a, de- had a deal with her in negotiations, if it got to that far, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm just not that it fell through. Um, and I know people who are fans of her want her to be in AEW and show Vince McMahon up, but you're getting a, but you're getting a lot. There's a lot that comes 
along with negotiating and working with some of the people whose opinions I respect the most and people I talk to from WWE are not sad that she's gone and don't think she should be brought back. They don't buy the spin that this was standing up for their rights against misogynism and sexism. And there's women in the company tell me this too, by the way. But I know people who really like her don't like hearing that. And again, I'm neutral on that. I don't care either way. I just want to convey what I hear and what I think is fair and trusted commentary on her. And so I'm not shocked that Tony Khan didn't bend over backwards to make sure that it happened, as in her appearing on Dynamite. And I'm not mm. surprised Paul Levesque didn't either. Hmm. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna. Um, the only thing I was going to point out before you read the thing was, <clears throat> the thing I found interesting was how he said that Tony Khan didn't want to bend, <clears throat> bend over backwards. Like, you know, it just shows uh, he was willing to do that for CM, like for Punk. Just wasn't going to do it for something. Yeah, it's not like CM I, I Punk has got this squeaky clean, you know, <laughs> squeaky clean reputation many, either. Many, so. many of mine, you have a theory. I feel like in the past, there was very little vetting and due diligence and background. Parker's like, he's, he's like waiting to be told this knowledge. Um, I, feel like, I feel like in the past, Tony would just sign. I feel like Tony in the past would just be like, he's good. Let's bring him, right? And I think because of a lot of the internal turmoil caused by certain guys late last year, and and that coupled with the you know pundits that he really respects, like Dave Meltzer saying, like, hey, you do need to vet people. You do need to consider like the personalities you're bringing in. You do need to do this and that. Like he, they've had that rant because of Miro, Miro's latest kind of uh, outburst. I, I I would not be surprised if Tony is like hyper cautious of this now to the point where, you know, it's affecting him maybe signing a big person. Like, I would not be surprised maybe if he was just kind of like, she's asking for a lot and a lot of people are talking shit about her. I don't know. I don't know. And, and to that, I say this. Maybe it's just naive and reckless on my part. But I just feel like even even if you are kind of a nutcase as a talent, right, I feel like there's a way to harness that if you're a great boss and a great promoter. Yeah, if you're just, a great promoter. Yeah, you should be able to make it work. Like, like there's you know no I mean? reason why you – yeah. I don't know. I will say I, I yeah. the the idea the report like obviously I don't I have no inside knowledge I have no anything like that. Right. The report sounds plausible to me. Mm-hmm. I also think one thing that I haven't seen talked about much but I but I think applies to a lot of these situations is wrestling is such like an inherent an inherently cooperative like thing to do like yeah. you literally have to work together to put on a match and do a dueling promo and everything like that and the idea is that you're getting each other over to make a better progress you know a product and draw ratings and ticket sales and all that type of stuff uh and so when somebody comes in and like demands money or we have the contract situation that like mjf had earlier in the year and right. stuff like that where it's like uh, where people are like it's clearly purely self-interested to get as much money as possible that it that people probably resent that right however okay. i have, i do have to say that like i think i think superstars should negotiate and bargain for all the money they can possibly get absolutely like, wwe wwe and aw wrestlers are like hilariously underpaid considering the revenue they bring yes. um but yes. but at the same time i do think that it's like well if you're thinking well well shit like why can't why can't she just be paid two million? Like, why is two million not enough for her to come in and improve mm-hmm. this company that I'm a part of and, and do a program with me? Yeah. So, so I, I I can see like every every angle to it. But again, at the yeah. end of the day, I think talent bargain for all the money you're worth, and because it's going to be worth it more often than not. Yes. And uh, and 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 you should probably unionize too. But I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Parker, thank you for saying this, making this point. Um, I don't know if I got, I don't think I've gotten to make this point because I, I was gone, but like Parker's dead on, dude, guys, 
when you look at the profits that wrestling promotions bring in versus what they're paying like the, 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 the talent proportionally, they're getting fucked. Even Roman Reigns was making the most out of any of the quote unquote, you know, near mm-hmm. or specifically full time guys. He's getting fucked. You know, oh, it's yeah. they don't have a union. It's because they don't have a union, and these guys are just they they're just not, I guess, literate to this situation, or they just don't want to rock the boat. But um, if, if Mercedes is the one person to just look at the situation, Talk and be like, taxi union, and of know, course, of course, well, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting the, the big names that the big names that are getting looked after on, yeah. you know, like Roman, Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, Roman Reigns yeah. isn't no. rushing to start a union. You know what I mean? Well, but, yeah, so, this so is that, that's my the, point. Like. I was just gonna say, pro wrestling and UFC are in the same boat, where the top guys are yeah. being taken care of, and they don't want to. Well, yeah, exactly. Care about the like, other guys. like Roman can take time off anytime he wants, and yes. Drew Drew McIntyre can take time off anytime he wants, and yes. so, like, they have nothing to gain for being mm-hmm. for at least, but, or you know, at least in the sense of like, by by rocking the boat, you run the risk of hmm. being demoted or being taken out because because frankly, right. wrestling promoters are like really fickle and like vindictive people for the most part, yes. and <laughs> they will bury you, and they and they have the option to like even, bear like essentially demote you in front of I mean, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. Parker, so, even even yeah. Tony Khan, who was like you know considered like the lesser evil, if not just the good guy promoter in wrestling, we've seen even with him, right? Like whether you look at um you know a Miro or an Andrade or certain other guys. It, 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 even in AEW, there's cases of people who, you know, they express some type of uh, internal disagreement or frustration with the process uh, of being in the company, and it has affected their on-screen roles in the, in the company, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you you can say, like, oh, Tony's justified in doing that as a promoter, but that is how the business is. You know, you rock the boat in any way, and it is going to probably affect you, you know, which is why... Which, which is, like, people- insane, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah. like... I- a good boss like a good manager of talent would mm. would hear criticism and, and be like okay how can i fix this how can i rectify mm. this and not and not i need to punish this person for not mm. thinking everything is perfect i just i just think it's weird that i just think it's weird that how that's like a common thing in like the entertainment world or in the ufc uh pro wrestling world it's just kind of weird that's how it works hey man it, it works that way because it allows the promoter to 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 bank more more profit and and as long as the talent don't say anything or do anything about it then it's going to stay that way there's no um, um there's but, but, no but, like board overseeing shit and stuff as well so no. it's like wwe is run solely by wwe you know ufc mm. is run solely by ufc like yeah they have to listen to commissions to get fights passed and stuff but in terms of how the business and stuff is run whereas like the nfl and stuff like that they have to do a you mm. know a fair split of revenue with the tv rights deals and stuff mm. like that. There's, re- there's regulations and stuff like that um, I, I, I want to toss out i want to toss out because I, I know parker like the last maybe later late in the year you were very in and out of just the wrestling scene because of like your study and stuff i don't know if you saw this the report that dave basically said that like wwe let sasha walk even though they renegotiated with her like the levesque regime that they basically let her walk because she was just kind of like I want this amount of money. And they were like, fuck no. Right. And, and I, and I want to say this. I want to say this. Um, if it comes out, <clears throat> frankly, that and Sasha is not going to happen because, you know, Tony Khan just ended up not wanting to match her number. You know, that's going to be a story where a lot of people are going to want to pick a good guy and a bad guy. And frankly, I, I think that that's a situation where there really isn't because it's Sasha's right and prerogative to demand as much as she wants. And, stand firm on it and just not go if it's not met and it is also tony's right as a promoter to be like you know what no i'm not gonna give you seven million dollars it's gonna upset my salary structure uh it's gonna be complicated for me i'm gonna have to give a bunch of people raises and uh it's just not worth it so respectfully i can't do that you know people are gonna either go fuck sasha or fuck tony on that and and really 
it, it's really fucking either uh if, if that is the situation in my opinion yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but I mean, there was a guy on the Observer board yesterday that usually does have AEW scoops and usually gets them right, but he also mm. did on the board uh, tweet about Sasha, and he said, uh, "I think I heard la- last week or two weeks ago that she wasn't going to going to land in AEW, and he got a message tonight before Dynamite that she she priced herself out and is expected to be back in the Fed." So it's like. It's crazy. So man. yeah, maybe SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> SummerSlam. You know what? Okay. I, maybe not I, the room, but put SummerSlam. You know. You know what I'll say? At, at least we get to see her in an outside setting. What she can do with, you know, the top names in stardom and some of these other people. Like genuinely, genuinely, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Like uh, Parker, one of the things that I've done in my absence is uh, I've ingratiated myself even further into the Joshi scene in preparation for, you know, Mercedes Monet uh, stepping in. And and I, I think it's also cool that, like, she's naming people like Miyu Yamashita, who isn't a stardom wrestler, and just saying she wants to wrestle. I, I, I honestly, and Monty has said this, I echo his sentiment that what I really want the most out of this Mercedes uh, post-WWE run is for her to get um, casual eyeballs onto the Joshi scene. Because you know how I look at it right now? Because stardom as, as a product, in my opinion, is, is actively just getting better and better, right? From, from like a couple years ago, right? And it's on the precipice of just one key thing that expands its um, attention in the West. It's very similar, in my opinion, to 2010's Bushiro New Japan in how the product experienced a resurgence in the early 2010s, right? And it had a couple straight years of just excellence as a product, right? And then, you know, whether it be AJ Styles or then later Kenny Omega, it got a bunch of Westerners to check this product out. That was already fucking fantastic, right? And I, my hope is that Mercedes can get people who like her to consistently pay attention to a stardom and a New Japan and a, an Ice Ribbon and a TJPW and whatever. You know, who, is that ambitious? Is that is that you know maybe a pie in the sky, perhaps? But if that can even happen to a degree, I think that's a, a big success. Well, I think the Sasha stands already met at New Japan. <laughs> yeah why is that tell me about that maybe <laughs> because uh they they posted uh the the start the new japan account said that they're gonna have the okada's gonna defend the belt at the battle of the valley and now they're mad mm-hmm. that sasha's not the main event oh boy <laughs> Some people think she'll main event, but it's just like you know, well told. No, that's their new Japan. Yeah, they're they're not main event. <laughs> Okada, I, I, I can't lie. I can't lie, Monty. If it's like it's tough, Okada, if, if it's Okada versus like Lance Archer, that is kind of nasty. <laughs> I saw I it's kind of nasty anyway. But at the end of that, it's just kind of how they. It's, it's just how, how they, they do, do things, bro. Like the world total goes on last. They're very like old school in that sense. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I forgot um, who said it, but they think it's gonna be Eddie Kingston Okada. Who said that? You know? Oh my god, I think that's oh. possible. I think that's possible. Oh, 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 I said oh, that. <laughs> oh, you said that? Um, Eddie's gonna yeah. eat a rainmaker and then he's gonna get the mic and he's gonna look at the sky and he's gonna go Hashimoto <laughs> and it'll be beast <laughs> and it'll be beast bro I'm like rolling my eyes what, what, what you want from it yeah Parker's like this is so silly Kensuke <laughs> Sasaki it's just, it's just, he gets progressively like more. Uh, I'm sending more pictures of me with tears in my eyes. Yo, and shit, you know? <laughs> what? He's what like, are you in a way? Shiro Koshinaka. 
Shiro Koshinaka, that's funny. Oh, bro. It, 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 oh, it, it, bro. Yapper Man <laughs> 2. It's got Takayuki. good taste, you know. Takayuki Izuka. Um, Poilon's five dollars <laughs> said, uh, since we don't have any bright ideas on Adam Cole, he'd have him going <laughs> after LFI for the negative one angle. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. That, that know? sounds like that sounds like a, an Adam Cole versus Harold Peligroso match, which sounds rampage as fuck. And uh, I don't know, rampage I, I mean, as fuck. My thing right now is he was so hot this week, pause. That I feel like whatever he needs to do has to feel like top tier tier level shit. Like mm-hmm. and nothing nothing against the existing remaining LFI that that's exists in AEW right now, which is Roosh, Ten, and Jose. Um, and Dragalistico. Dragalistico. Uh, I don't know. I, of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how can you? How could you forget that? You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I like that Manny calls him Draglistico. It's Draglistico. No, no, no. Because I was going to call him Dragon Lee at first, and then I remembered. uh, (laughs) That's how you type it out, too. You say Draglistico. He's trying to blend it, but, you know, not the first time. (laughs) Hey, but look, man. He's going to to Pro Wrestling Noah. I thought uh, Preston Man stopped in there. I saw. I thought Prince of Man sucked, and then I saw him on Rampage taking that Luchador's mask off and flicking the crowd off. I said, "Oh no, I think we have something here." <laughs> so it's, it's all he does has it, to do. It, it doesn't. Yeah, bro. Money, money's. Uh, you know, he doesn't take a lot to make it. To make you like him or hate him, you know, he don't, he don't take a lot. Um, Why is Preston Vance in the stable? What? No, that's, what? that's you know, the why dangerous stuff. Uh, right. yeah. What is that? That's what? enough. Uh, you know why no is Preston Vance? Like, what what is what is going on? What is going on here? You know, Miro oh, sat yeah. home. Okay, can I? You know, like, you always have to have one shitter in a group. A couple weeks ago, I was watching Rampage, and then I I, I turned up my volume because you know LFI was talking to uh to uh I forgot the woman's name. Um, how but... long? Sorry to cut you off. How long has this Preston Vance story arc actually been going on for on TV, bro? Because it's about, about crazy. Three. Like a month. Three months. Nice. Before on, yeah, before on. Man said a month, bro. What? No, 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 no. Actually, actually, no. Yeah, it, it's it was, sort of Andrade. It was like, the mask versus. Yeah, bro. yeah mask yeah. versus Spear <laughs> match. Yeah. Bro, it's crazy. Oh it's my been, god! I'm gonna find the first Why? match. Why? Excuse me. What's the point? <laughs> Matches. Okay. Yep. Tony will just like pick a pick a shitter, and he's like, I really just want to do a lot of stuff with you. For the next couple months. <laughs> dark order, dark order. The dangerous dog. Dark order. So, sometimes when I get bored, I, I look for that Rouge promo where he's getting mad at the ref for moving the, the extension cord. Oh and it just costs me every time. I, I, at work, I asked my coworker, Steven, if Steven watches this, he'll, he'll, he'll laugh at this. I was like, Steven, puppy, what does Pero Peligroso mean? And he was like, dangerous dog? Like what the fuck? <laughs> that's what it means. It's like ooh, <laughs> ooh. But that's like that is like actually a pretty typical like like Lucha Libre naming conventions are like are like warrior like b- literally black warrior died this week. 
<laughs> when I heard that yeah. name, I was laughing hysterically. Bro, he main evented the triple main. Not true. He main evented the CML anniversary show in a mass versus mass match against Mystico. Black Warrior. Okay, there's there's a Black promo Warrior. segment. There's a promo segment here where Andrade makes it clear he doesn't want to speak with the Dark Order. He wants to speak with Turn. This is from September eighth. Oh my god! <laughs> That's oh over my four god. months ago. <laughs> <laughs> my oh my, my favorite my my favorite crazy, one is bro. like my favorite mask I have is just like a luchador that's called the Patriot and just have him like a Star Spangled Banner like mask or like oh. the, <laughs> that, a guy that, that was a guy week, that was the <laughs> or the guy that, that knows, was the week after Brawl Out. No, oh my God, bro! That's how long it's been? And or the, and, and, and it's just like why? <laughs> why is he here? <laughs> why? Oh, oh, now I remember what, what I wanted to What's say. What's so the watching, end goal with this? Like, I'm watching, does Tony I'm watching, think he's going to be like a future man event or something and he needs to do this like four to six month arc with him? He's going to go to AAA. He's going to go make some money. He should be the mega champion. Could you, man, if Preston Vance becomes a fucking monster? <laughs> no, no, I can't. It, it's man. not going to happen. Hey, man, when, <laughs> you're, when, you're hanging with the, when you're hanging with a beast like Roosh, man, there's, there's only one way up, man. He's going to be... Oh, be a beast in there. They should give him. They should give him a mask again. Like they give him a lucha style mask this time. Okay, but so um, I think we got five dollar. I think that's Australian. Uh, he gets yeah. a dog mask. Uh, respect the kingdom, from Reggie. I want to say Ray J. Whatever. Reggie. 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 We call him Reggie. Um, respect mm-hmm. the kingdom. I mean, look, said man, the, the noise. But they're yeah. not. I don't. They're not who I'd put with a main event of right now. Who's just came back and you know. Anyway, you know. Uh, Rick Ross one ninety nine. Appreciate yeah. Ibu Young Legend. You want what? <laughs> you want talkative mofo? I I, I, I want to do this voice. Oh God. Young Legend. Talkative motherfucker. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> really uh, bad. Jamin the Go Go five dollars. <gasps> Used to work in union organizing, and Ibu saying wrestlers were celebrating Stephanie for, Stephanie for giving MLK Day as a paid day off. These people need a union. I do need it. <laughs> UFC fighters, MMA fighters, WWE wrestlers, even AEW wrestlers, bro. Like they all should. How do they know, not see? How, ideal, yeah. How do they not see that? Like the the two closest analogs, which are actors, the Screen Actors Guild. Like you can't even get work in acting without being a union member, and. Yeah. Sports leagues all have major unions with incredible <laughs> bargaining power, but they're like, nah, 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 nah. Bro, the NBA have negotiated the Players Association. Bro, the players get half the fucking profits, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally half. Yeah. As they should, you know, and as WWE and AEW and, you know, any any wrestling talent, you know. Uh, bro, WWE yeah. is a billion dollar company and, like, you got guys on the main roster making two fifty, which again, most of these people don't question these things because to them it's like, oh man, I make six figures living wage to, to wrestle. It's my dream, you know. But it's like, yeah. you know, and if that's if that's how you want to live, then that's fine. But Sasha's also within her right to look at the numbers and be like, this shit makes no sense, you know. Yeah, it's all quick. We've parted up when some what Park was saying, like, whether that's Sasha now, whether that's uh, MJ <laughs> earlier, you know, like when someone kind of like. When one person's like, well, I want one, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, you know, it's kind of, 
Mm-hmm. If the promoter then bends over or whatever, it's like, how is that going to affect like, the well, pace? Why didn't you do that for me? It's like, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. It has to be like a collective thing, you know, if it, if it, if it's ever going to get to where, well, I like to think the talent want it to get to, you know, it would have to be like, it's like with the UFC, man, like there was um, a bunch of fighters signed like a petition or at least signed the name on something, but one of the fighters was going around and like, you know, to really actually try and start a union. There was someone signed to the UFC, I think it was a female fighter, and she was like, she literally, like, she got quite a lot of people to sign it, but she was just lacking the, uh, the, the real star power, you know, like the John Jones or a McGregor or someone like really serious that would make Dana White sweat. Um, yeah. So as far as I'm aware, that's obviously there's no union at the moment. It doesn't seem like that's picked up any steam or anything. Um, it's it's messy, man. It's it's a shame, but you know, oh, maybe yeah. maybe they'll fix it one day. But don't look, it's on the horizon anytime soon. But um, far five triple two. He pays the talent very well. <laughs> $20 super chat. Mercedes running might become the monkey's poor type deal. Uh, just super limited dates being a part-timer while, while doing her other stuff on the side. If Bishi Rose streamlines the distribution of stardom, I'll take it. I don't trust New Japan. Well, I don't know about it. So, so Dave's big thing with Sasha has been that. Yeah, like, Dave's big thing with Sasha is that like, she don't want to make the commitment. You know, yeah, because uh, she don't she don't want to sign for three years, and if she's not signing for three years or around that, then it's like for Tony Khan as a promoter, it's like, what's the point of having Sasha come in and making her the star that she clearly is? You know what I mean? She would have mm. to like be a huge part of the division just for her to like peace out and go back to the third. <laughs> like, uh, so here's that's my question. I want to ask you guys, right? So because here's the deal. That's what Dave was saying. Dave was like, she, in AEW, have to sign three years minimum. Right, and so AEW and Sasha told you, "Nah, I want to do paper appearance, and I can give you guys a one year guarantee." No, nope. Did you cut out? That's rough. No, no, I was just asking. Oh no, no, I, I, I I wouldn't even, I wouldn't touch that deal. I don't do it, bro. It just makes you look a. AW need those perception wins, or but they don't need. Well, they could definitely do with some like big perception wins at the moment. Um, I, I I would take it. I I would take it if I was if I was in charge. I'd be like, yep, yeah, yeah. Who cares? I think the idea. I think it's way overrated to be like, like, like she'll dominate the conversation so much that she doesn't add anything. Like being in there with Sasha Banks is like what improves you and what makes you more high profile and. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think it's. I don't know. I I, I would take it. It's just like you, if you no, have the you chance would. to get the best possible yeah. talent, you should take it. Even so if, even if, even if, even, if even, even knowing that. Hold on, man. Even knowing that, I'm probably going back to WWE next year. You still do it? Yeah. Why not? It's being in AEW is not for a year. Does not hurt them in the long term when she then leaves. Right, it, like it's it not, depends like, how you execute like, the yeah. angles, I guess. You know, true. Uh, yeah. So if you put all this time into Sasha, because if she comes into AW for a year for limited appearances, she's still going to be like, well, she should be. Otherwise, fucking the, the stands will get crazy mad about it. Like she'll be treated like a big deal, loads of TV time, etc., etc. Like the 
the obvious like kind of like typical argument you'd see against that would be like that time could be used for someone else do you know what i mean but obviously a counter argument to that could be well if sasha's elevating the person that she's with then the talent that will stay around can still benefit from it it's um, yeah. I, I, I think know, i think i think my, long term like future no, i think long term like future planning is like way overrated in in wrestling i just think Fair. about like like the entire attitude area era took mm. like 4 years like mm, it's yeah. and there was so much that happened right so much memorable stuff like you just all you have to just do the best you possibly can now it's not japan where Bar where Barbara, you're yeah you make such an amazing point and going even further when you listen to podcasts of people about that time and you ask them like so do you like do you guys make blad do you guys like map out broad plans about vince and austin they would like the writers would literally tell you like no, we just we come into work on Monday. Be like, okay, we got to do something crazier than last week with Steve Austin. <laughs> and like, it's like okay, it's like all right. What about a truck? Like, yeah, right, cool. It, it was just vibes every week. And like you said, like you know, a lot of the most memorable, awesome stuff in wrestling. It it, didn't, it wasn't like this five year plan or this fucking ten year saga that people make video essays about and shit. You know, um, here's what I would say: if, if she's coming in for a year. If you know in advance that it's a short-term thing, Monty, you just have to book it well in the sense that, like, as you're heading towards the end of this, you have to now transfer all of her star power and stardom and heat over to someone that you now want to prop up. You know what I mean? If you know Sasha's leaving, you go to a program where beating her is, like, a big deal, and you, you choose the right person to then do that, you know? Yeah, I saw... Um... If she comes in and because I saw if she if they said they saw I saw someone talking about they do a limited date, you gotta put the title on her right away. And I just I didn't even like the idea of that itself. Like so so if you get her for six matches for the year, it's like I don't really see the point of putting the title on her. I'd rather just have her do the big matches. Yeah, and that's then, the thing as well that put me off in like uh I mean manual you'd be less question. It's like limited dates, only one year. You know, if I could get like a full year out of her, like thirty matches on TV, then it's like that's that's a different question, you know. Uh, but but did you see that stat on Twitter where it was like John Moxley wrestled forty six times on TV and pay per view in twenty twenty two for for AEW? Like, what a, fucking an, what a fucking animal! <laughs> <laughs> and he done it all. Was, he it done was all coming the off of taking time off. Yeah, he came. He came right from taking time off uh, after after going like for uh going through company, like yeah. body going through like physique changes as well because of obviously yeah. like the yeah time and he was doing rehab, gcw like... and revolver mm, he's and, an animal, bro. and all that he's stuff an yeah. i'm sure at one point during his show Japan. he hurt his knee at one point and just worked through it you know yeah he just did <laughs> it. It was like fuck it and you know so for i think moxie just moxie gets a chance where he can come in because you know how we complain that most wrestlers don't get that much time to wrestle on AEW. it's like the opposite with moxie moxie just comes in and is like i'm gonna wrestle this, this guy yeah, just, and, uh, and Tony Khan just gave it to him. Yeah, uh, that's what happened with the, that's what happened with Moxie and Takeshi too. Like he came in, said I'm going to wrestle him, right, and then just got it. You do what so. he wants, you know what I mean? Luckily, he picked some cool people to wrestle. John, anyway, John, John Moxie strikes me as somebody who just like if he's home not wrestling, he's just like fidgety because he can't wrestle, <laughs> and he just feels like he has to. You know, what I mean? looking at the blade, you know. <laughs> Look at, look at look at the staring at it. He's talking you know, to you. Yeah, yeah. you know, listen, Renee's watching daytime television. She's like, John, what's wrong? And he's just like, I need to be out there. I need to, I need to feel the, <laughs> feel the blood, feel the. I need blood. to feel it, you know. <laughs> I need to feel it. 
I need to feel. I need that feeling, bro. You know. So, see, it's either it's either wrestling or cocaine. You pick like this fucking. <laughs> I so I'm still waiting for the day Moxie comes out of the tunnel or his uh, little rant when he goes to the entrance, bleeding already from his forehead. Like I just, <laughs> I just need that visual of him doing that. I'll, I'll never forget John Moxie blading after Tanahashi gave him a sling blade. Yeah, bro, that, that was fucking. That was one, that might be my favorite one. Like of that, of that like twenty twenty, uh, that twenty twenty two phase where he was literally like blading to the point you felt like a bit, you know. That was probably my favorite one. Like, bro, bro, like the legendary sling blade, and he was like, "Fuck it, get some Yo, juice, bro." <laughs> you know? That's why. That's why it popped me when him and Punk had that promo where Punk was like. He's like, back up, back up. I don't want you bleeding all over me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh my God. God, talk about this. You guys see the same, you see the same punk Instagram comment? <laughs> yeah, MJF yeah. Post. Oh, it's a real record. No. Right <laughs> so MJF posted, uh, MJF posted, you know, everyone's been posting the PW, PWI plaques. So yeah. um, MJF won something like best promo or best heel or whatever. And he also won best feud of the year with punk. So he's holding the he's holding the plaques up, like of course, or the the usual picture that you see. But he's he's taped over CM Punk's name with black tape, <laughs> and uh, see, and he's put it on Instagram. And CM Punk commented on MJF post like, uh, find some black tape for the ratings as well, so you can cover those up. because he covered up with taping and said MJF <laughs> on it, so he made it feel like he feuded with himself. Monty, Monty, it's funny how like blatant Punk is like. Um... Posting his own statistics on Instagram and stuff. Like uh, last week, he was posting like the, the most watched YouTube video of the year in AEW was. He's fucking. Need him back, bro. He's such a lunatic, bro. He's beast. This man, Punk, like he's literally sitting at home and he's like, "Was I the most watched YouTube video?" I'll still, I'll still never like publicly admit, but um. That his whole media scrum ordeal was a bad thing, because like, if you would have had a live camera on me reacting to it, it's like I can I can't give that day, you know. It'd be very fake of me. I was I'll tell you this I my face is more like what 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 are you doing like, what are you doing like what is he fucking doing? Uh, look, man, Punk is hilarious. I'm not gonna do the whole punk spiel. It's been talked about enough. But what I will say is, uh, that's the old, that's the old backup pack, man. That, that, that's how I came in out of beers. I don't know if anybody has noticed since rebranding as Ebu of Russell Pierce, I have made no CM Punk tweets. And my New Year's resolution is, I will not tweet about CM Punk on the timeline until he shows up again on AEW television. What if he's, in, what if he's at Mania versus Stone Cold Steve Austin? That works too. But until he, resurfaces on, <laughs> until he resurfaces on television, I will not tweet about them anymore. I've, we'll see, I've about gotten, that. Yeah, see, Scarecrow we'll, gets we'll, it. We'll, you know? far. What do you say? Scarecrow gets it. <laughs> you know? he, said he, he said he loved the scrum. That shit was hilarious. You know? was. We love Scarecrow. Did you hear my story about CM Punk on Monday? No. I said that I was thinking of quitting my job, and then I saw CM Punk post that picture of him back in the gym, and I decided that I can go back to work. <laughs> Listen, CM Punk, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, Monty. Inspiring the nation. Look Monty, at that. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, when Punk looks at these dynamites doing like 860,000 viewers, 
He's definitely pumping his fists. Like, yeah, oh, he's so happy. He's so he is so yeah. thrilled that last night didn't get to a million. He's like, like fuck this fucking company. <laughs> that that man definitely was doing the no milli troll. Probably, he's gonna game, walk into game Tony seven couldn't get a milli. When, when he gets clear, when he gets cleared from his shoulder, no, his tricep injury, and he walks into Tony Khan's office to like either you know have that last meeting where he gets his <laughs> contract terminated or he he smooths it over. Gonna walk in with his file, with Brandon first and tweets. You know, <laughs> check this one out. <laughs> no, not Brandon, not Brandon Thurston. Dave Meltzer tweets, so he's just like, because you know Tony's. Oh, to rub to the rub salt in the wound just a little bit more. No, yeah. No, Punk's gonna be like, hmm, you're with someone goes. You remember that time where you remember where Dave was uh, apologizing on every other observer? About what happened with the punk and elite situation, he's gonna slide some of those quotes in too on the papers when Tony's <laughs> going through and looking at the ratings. Yeah, that Dave was like really doing like putting himself like in the situation. He's like, oh, you know, oh, I should I should I should have spoke to him. It's like if I would have yes. spoke to him, it wouldn't have happened. And it's like maybe seeing <laughs> punk any or what you want. You know? Could you mad when Dave caught wind that like the elite and punk don't like each other? Can you imagine going like? Hey punk, I don't, I don't know about this man. The punk's just like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, what are you talking? Like, what are you talking? Leave me alone. Like, <laughs> like, uh, can, you go, can you imagine punk going to Dave like, uh, it's too late, Dave. I'm gonna bury him. And Dave's like, you shouldn't do that. And he's like, no, well, I'm still gonna do it. Like, the Mavs fan eighty fours one ninety nine. Appreciate. It. He said, what is the reason why wrestlers can't be in SAG? Um, I don't, I don't yeah. actually know, but obviously I just there's, know. There's the lots of reasons. Um, it's, um, they're not. They're not Go ahead, Go ahead. Well, so they're they're like in this weird mix between athletes and but they're not like a combat sport and actors like they're not officially like sign actors. Also, one one big part about like um uh like SAG endorsed events is that uh, they have to be like completely staffed by people in in Screen Actors Guild. So like not just the talent, but Camera people, crew, all that type of stuff, all have to be in SAG too. And like WWE's like, fuck that, we'll just pay him. Like, and that's what Freddie Prince um, wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie yeah. Prince literally said that, like, because as mm-hmm. if you don't know already, Freddie Prince, a uh, famous actor, he he wants to, he wants to start his own wrestling promotion. He used to do creative in WWE in the two thousands. Um, he's got a pretty good reputation amongst the talent mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He knows his stuff. He's got a podcast. Seems like a really great guy, genuinely. Um, and uh, yeah, that's one. That's one that was one of his. Yeah, he was in Scooby Doo. Uh, he was. Um, he wants it when in when he was saying when he starts his promotion that he's hoping to start off that he wants all of his staff on SAG. Like that's like one mm-hmm. of the big things for him. Like he wants, he wants all the things we've been talking about, like unionization, SAG benefits for staff. You know what I mean? Not that sort of shit. So, I mean, hopefully he pulls it off. Do you know what I mean? So. I don't know exactly what sort of scale it's going to be on. Maybe it's just another shitter in there. Maybe it's somewhere around. Maybe it's on some obscure TV network. You know, you know, like a, uh, you know, like Impact Ray. Theater. <laughs> yeah, some shit like that. Like, right. you know. um, Hangman, you'll be good at this. Fill some dead air because I need to disappear for like thirty seconds. Give me a topic. Fuck. What the hell? Are you gonna have restructure you guys, the rest of board? Okay, so I'll tell you guys this. Um, a lot has happened in the time that I've been gone, right? Like I said mm-hmm. earlier, I've been doing some soul searching. You know what I mean? Walking through mm-hmm. the mountains, 
sleeping on dirt, uh, just uh, trying to trying to understand what the real meaning of life is, right? And um, you know, at some point, Monty was able to reach to me because he said he was like, he was like, listen, both the ratings are down, both the the viewership is down, both we need you, both. And I was like, ah, really in it? Like, is it really down in it? And he was like, yeah, bro, it's, it's down, man. You know, it's, it's not cutting it, bro. And so I said, let me have a meeting, right? And so I got myself cleaned up, took a shower, you know, because I was in the mountains for a couple of days. And we had, a, we had a meeting. And he was just like, look, bro, you know, we need you back. And I said, look, Monty, I'd be happy to return, but I need to be on the board of directors. And so he was down for it. And then I found out that when Monty put it to a vote, there were a couple of negative votes on my name. Uh, one of them was Arthur Oliver, who you guys know as AO. Um, Arthur Oliver. This is my first public address to this individual. And I will say this. He did not want me on the board. And a couple other people didn't want me on the board. And so what did I do? What I did was um, I then called some of my people. And I executed my power as majority shareholder. And uh, I'm going to announce to you guys now that Arthur Oliver, AO, has been voted off the board of directors of WrestlePure. He's no longer on. That's why he's not here today. Because frankly, I was not going to make my return with him still here. You know, I had to get him out of here. So I'm back. I am now the co-CEO of the brand. I am the president of WrestlePurist. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and AO, as a member of the board, is no more. He is talent only, and he's currently on suspension. Um... And you know what? I will take some time right now to address it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. I, I'm just giving, <laughs> what, I'm giving everybody... Why is he boo making statements on? Parker looks shocked. I'm hearing suspensions being handed out. Ibu does not have the authority to do this, you know? I think it's kind not, of not sad. Without, to, at least not... Uh, of, go on, man. I think it's kind of sad to suspend the unpierced guys when they're going through a lot right wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So, so oh, here's, here's, no, here's the Monty. So what I said was, um, you know, AO's been removed as a board member. It's still business as usual, Monty. It's still business as usual. And uh, you know, unpierced. I thought, I thought the opposite was happening. Well, what's happening is I use my power as a majority shareholder to reinstate That's myself to the board. You know, uh, to reinstate myself to the board. Uh, and what's happening now is AO's removed from the board. Um, you know, under further deliberation, we'll see what happens with him on, on, from that standpoint. But he's still a talent. He's still a talent. That hasn't been approved. Um, that hasn't been approved it, just yet. It, but... it, it, it has. We'll see what the SEC says. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, I'm very disappointed that he wouldn't show up today. But, you know, at the end of the day, I hold the power. He doesn't. And I am saying that he needs to come next week because he's been called. Apparently, you know, I don't know for sure. I wasn't watching the show in my absence. But I hear, I hear he was calling me out for about a month. I don't know if that's true. I heard he's been calling me out. And Parker's getting nervous. You know, and I'll, I'll say this, man. You know, I don't know if he wants those problems because he couldn't handle backup. He couldn't handle Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce. Hmm. What's he going to do? With, what's he going to do with Ibu? You know? What's he really going to do with Ibu? I don't know. This is I not a good promo. I... No. You got better in you, bro. You know? Patootie out. I'm calling you, bring a tissue next week to Russell Pierce podcast. <laughs> and we're gonna see what's we're gonna see what happens. Yeah. See what fucking happens. Okay, so 
as the owner, founder, and yeah. as much as Bakul Pangman likes to say he's majority shareholder, that is definitely not true. That is, he's now the second person who claims to be majority shareholder. Um, Alfred Kunawa as well, who also claims he's 51% owner, he also claims it's not true. I can tell you that neither of them are correct on this, as that is me. I, I um, am the majority shareholder. <laughs> so, Bakul did officially request AO's removal from the board. It has not been accepted. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the board members will review it and we will come to what we feel is the best for the rest of the shareholders. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ibu did exercise his power as one of the founders of the content channel to reinstate himself back on the board. Um, the unpure <laughs> side of the board are very unhappy about this and there is some conversations and meetings that we need to have. Um, but a lot of, a lot of typing in Microsoft Teams. Yes, Ibu is back. <laughs> he has requested removal of Big AO. Not sure if that's going to get accepted. It may, it may not. We're going to review it. I'll tell you um, what. I'll tell you what. Listen, listen. Fuck all the deliberation. You know, back in the day, we fought like men, right? So you know what? How about we do this? Ayo, hey, you come on the show next week. I'll be here. I don't know if you're going to be here. You come next week. We'll see you deserve to be on the board. We'll put it to a fan vote. When you come next week, we'll debate <laughs> whatever you wanted to debate. And you know what? That's going to go so well for you. I don't know, know, know if you want that, bro. My yeah. fucking want that, man. Come on, my man. Lo- Listen, my little supporters will know. What we're going to do is we're going to have a little debate, right? And at the end of the show, the fans in the chat and the live chat can vote. Is AO still on the board or not? And of course, they're gonna, hates you. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna obviously vote no. They're gonna vote no. And I can't wait. You know. I think AO is gonna get a promotion. Hey man, don't go longer in the chase. Ivo is gonna go to his parking spot tomorrow and is already gonna start getting painted over his name and everything and just. <laughs> it can happen real quick, man. No, obviously, I'm not saying we're WWE or anything, but look at how quick the changes have gone gone down over there. You know, uh, yeah, probably about as big as Darren Walker, five pounds. If FTR saw new deals with AEW, then expect Punk to be back. A shame yes. the Briscoes not allowed on TV could do MJF and the Briscoes versus Punk and FTR. Um, yeah, man, uh, we might as well talk about that now because that was one of the subjects that I'd noted down. So, uh, FTR, um, Dax went on he on his podcast that he does, and he basically said that you know um, he requested some time off, and that has been approved by Tony Khan. And uh, yeah, man, they said that they're going to take some time off, let the bodies heal. They're going to think about time. what they want to do in the future, <laughs> stuff like that. I believe uh, their contracts are up in April, and they said you know they're just going to do some reflecting, some recovering. And uh, it looks like they're not going to be on TV for a minute, so. Where do you guys think they end up? Do you think they're, do you think they're WWE bound? Do you think they're going to stay in AW? Obviously, Darren says here with £4 Super Chat, but he thinks if uh, if if FTR saw new deals, they expect Punk to be back. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm actually... I'll go back and forth on it, to be honest. So, I, I don't know. I think, I think they're staying. Yeah, I think the discourse around them just taking a break is kind of crazy. Like they're just going on a on a vacation. I don't really. They beat themselves up the last uh, six months, you know, with all the crazy matches that, or the whole year with the matches they did with the Briscoes, especially yeah, you know, in the traveling they did. And 
I don't know. I don't know why people are making a bigger deal out of it than it is. I know their contracts are up, but um, it, there's so. just this is just me thinking. Like, if Tony's gonna, I'm pretty sure that they know Tony's giving them time, knowing they're gonna make up for it, you know, or something like that. I just don't really think they're gonna Tony's gonna let them sit out the rest of their contract, you know, thinking about what they're gonna do next. Yeah, I, I can definitely hear that. Um, it's like, uh, I think I can't remember if I said it on Don't Go Live with you, Park, or on Monday with you, Manny, but it's like FTR getting a break is like before Dax even said it, I was like, I'm expecting them to take a break because Dax is absolutely battered, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that Dax is battered, Cash has been put through it as well the past year. Like, they've, they've worked fucking hard, man, and like Dax has been pretty open with like that he's fucking destroyed like literally when we um south plug when we announced our tag team of the year and it was ftr he quote to it he was like i've literally broke my body to have the year that i've had this year so um yeah like i said it's not really surprising to me that they're having um some time off so yeah man yeah i i think they're leaving I really do. Like they, they did. They took the time to take all the belts off of them, right? They've they lost all the championships they had in the last month. Um, the obviously they were going to take time off anyway, but like to do the whole like belt collector storyline and then just sort of quietly lose them. I mean, obviously the Briscoes match was huge, but like the other stuff was not anything all that. You know, it's very unceremonious. Week. Yeah, I mean, there's to lose to like fucking Yoshihashi and Goto, like. And and the AAA thing, like nobody even really paid attention to. Um, not to mention lost them. Like, didn't they lose them too? Because I wasn't really paying attention to Dragon Lee and tri- yeah, they did. Yeah, that, they so lost to Dragon. Dragon. They lost to a fed bound dude. Like, come on. Yes. So Parker, he um, literally, he literally won. <laughs> Dragon Lee won the belt, and it was like, I'm relinquishing this because I'm going to WWE. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot of steps to take to to just like keep them around. Um, I also just like I don't know. They just look like Dax clearly just loves doing like like whatever is gonna like like get people or make him seem like interesting or something like that. <laughs> it's I say that to be like that insulting about it. I just think it's I don't know. It's it's a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I, like either you've been working this whole time about being unhappy in your company while also being baby faces <laughs> while also like insulting journalists who your boss really trusts, who you also talk to privately, which is like, it's just like, there's no like consistency or anything to it. Like they're great wrestlers. I, I love FTR as, as a tag team, but I don't know. The, the, the outside of the ring stuff is like pretty insufferable to me. And so I'm, I, I tend to think that they're, you know, you're not a fan of uh, Dax the X on Twitter. You know, no, he's so, fucking, he's like a dipshit. He needs to like sort it pop, out. Pops like, me, bro. So, yeah. so, I do want to add, Parker, on the thing you're talking about them losing the, for example, the IWGP titles. I think it was Dax on his podcast. He said that they wanted to keep him, and they were just like, no, like they wanted to go on vacation or whatever, like a break. So, it's like, I yeah. think they wanted him to win them. They still keep him, but the FTR just like, no, we don't want it. So, it's just. But that's so. But even that, like, even if you want to take a break, like that shows that something there's like some like drive that's been lost. You know what I mean? Like, to be the fucking IWGP Tag Team Champions for someone, so for for people who are like such self professed like 
passionate yeah. wrestling people who live mm -hmm. eat sleep breathe wrestling and mm -hmm. to be triple champions in the u.s mexico and japan in the most prestigious i would argue tag team championships in all three countries uh, uh outside of the aw tag team championships of course like that's like like come on <laughs> do you, you want you like it's that bad that you wanted to like take a break that you're giving up so again I, I don't know how much of it is a gimmick and then trying to like work people or whatever but i don't know i it just seems it just seems more likely that they're going to wwe i feel like maybe maybe they feel like they've done everything they need to do in a in aw and maybe the whole fucking free the revival thing was just an act to get them more over on twitter too so i don't know wow mr dax <laughs> i think um I think there is definitely a lot to the way he talks about certain things on Twitter and stuff. And it's like, it is clear that there has been times this year where both of them have been frustrated, whether that be, um, you know, uh, his constant wanting to wrestle the books thing, which, you know, you know what I mean? Like that whole thing. and Which they literally uh, did last year. Like, I don't understand. They've wrestled the Bucks. They've wrestled the Bucks twice now. <laughs> I don't get, like... Like, he, he talked it, about it on the first FTR podcast. He was like, basically, they were under the impression that they were going to do the four belt match at, um, all out. I think it was, and like it just didn't happen, you know. And, and he says that they found it. Up. Yeah, they found it very, uh, you know, they found and, it very coincidental. You know? And then, you oh, sorry, oh, it's crazy. There was just a, there just happened to be an insanely over tag team act, the acclaim. That was clearly the right move to give them the tag team championships. And like, like, sorry, that's how wrestling goes sometimes. Like, it's cool to have a plan, but like, this it was it's what we were just talking about about the attitude. Era. You go with what is hot and what is going to be like. You don't just stick to the plan if it's not going to be as good as something that you know is going to be better than it. Like, obviously, Bart going going with FTR Briscoes for the rest of the year and giving the acclaim the tag titles was clearly the right move, right? So, so I don't know. Sorry that you wanted to do that on yet another Bucks match because you already wrestled one in fucking like Parker. May. Parker, here's a good example of like sticking to a plan not being great. Um, Scorpio Sky was promised like when he got an extension with AEW in 2020 that he would win the TNT Championship at some point, right? And so part of part of why he won it in what 2022 was because it was kind of like, hey, what happened to this like thing in my deal, you know? And so they gave it him. But by that point, AEWs are just the depth of their talent roster, among other things, is it, it just expanded so much to where it was like him winning the belt at that time. Yeah, like, sorry, it just made no sense to have Scorpio Sky as your TNT champion when you have all these guys on the roster. It's just right. It's, so yeah, right. you make the right you, yeah. you, you you switch gears. Sorry. You know, you're exactly exactly. Yeah, you got. Like you said, you go with what's hot, man. You gotta be fluid. You gotta be fluid with your booking. You know, if something's not working, change it. Something, if something unexpected works, go with it. I do the, I, I'm a fucking speech and debate coach at a high school, and I have to do this. Like, sorry, I don't care if you're a senior and you've been doing this all four years. If you're not as good as this sophomore who's been who's like won tournaments this year, like, sorry, you're not on varsity. You don't go. Like, it's just what you do. I don't like. I don't get it. Sorry, that wasn't the plan. I and. It, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And just like, just like all the fucking off-putting shit, like the cornet stuff is like, it's just, <laughs> dude, why? Even if you see, like, that's just like, it's what fucking conservatives on Twitter do when they're trying to like trigger the libs 
or whatever. Like, oh, I'm going to do fucking, I'm going to do what they don't want me to do. And people are going to love it or people are going to hate me, but at least they're talking about me. <laughs> and so the funny, the funny, you know, what's the funny thing about the Cornette stuff is, uh, look, I, I'll tell you guys, there's, there's plenty of people in that AEW locker room who are partial to him, if not flat out like him, but they just don't really say anything about it. Whereas the funniest thing, thing about Dax is, the majority of his recent viral cornet rants were unprovoked. Like literally none of them were because someone asked him like, what do you think about Jim? Like he, he'll, he'll just literally be like, I just love my wife and my daughter and, and I love pro wrestling and I'll, I love this business so much. I'll tell you guys what, listen, Jim Cornette, man, look, y'all can say whatever y'all want about him, man. Look, he deserves <laughs> to say what he wants to say about pro wrestling. He's been in this business so goddamn long. Goddamn, I mean, shit. Look, traveling the roads up and down with Magnum TA and these guys in, in, in mid-Atlantic, mid I, I mean, you, you can let him say whatever he wants about wrestling. I, that's a guy who knows the business. Like no one fucking asked. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's done this like three times last year. Like, just, I love wrestling, man. Jim I don't, man. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe his idea is just that if he if he keeps presenting himself as this like person who's like been slighted in some way, that that will somehow get some like organic, um, you know, movement behind him. Because they, I mean, FTR are like super over. They're yeah, super that's awkward. what I mean, man. So like, um, the, thing, the only thing I'll do. Like, even what you're saying about like Dax last year and just going with what was hot at the time, it's like it's funny because it's just like FTR were literally like one of the most overacts like, in wrestling at the time it was happening. But it's like the acclaim being so hot kind of needed to be like capped off with something, you know. And obviously we saw how big uh like, the pay per view matches just serving our glory and that sort of stuff. So it's just kind of like FTR were able to manage to keep themselves as over as the world whenever they came out but it's like even if it wasn't like the perfect story line for them for 2022 it, you know they still got to work with all the briscoes and stuff but you know if yeah. you're if you're yeah just sorry all you got FDR, was putting on maybe yeah. the best tag team trilogy in american history <laughs> yeah like, so sorry, no, sorry. Yeah, I, I get there i can't i can't like, you know it's uh the only valid complaint i can see is that they didn't get like AEW pay-per-view shine. Like I guess you yeah. could say that. Like they yeah, weren't yeah, I, I would I would say I would say that they were very diminished on TV in the um roughly around July to September-ish in a, a kind of a weird way to me. Like it was just kind of like like I felt like they just weren't Yeah, for how hot they were as well. It made no sense. It was like why are FTR not like all over yeah. TV. And, uh, Luck, Luck said one of the hottest acts literally in all of wrestling at the time. It was, just, it was really yeah. weird. But, and, and, also and, gotta... and in fact, hold on, and in fact, when I think about it, um, I know a lot of plans have to get changed around when Punk broke his foot, right? But when he came back, I mean, they could have if they liked it. I know they had to rush the build, so you kind of can't do it the way that I'm saying it, but, 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 but. And, you know, I, I'm saying this now, because you know how Punk and MJF were going to feed Post all out, right? I could have mm -hmm. seen them play around with the whole idea of like, is the pinnacle all on Punk's side now? Because remember, when, when Punk beat Max at Revolution, right? Remember, it was Wardlow who helped Punk, right? And FTR mm -hmm. are on Wardlow's side in kayfabe in the story in general, and they're obviously aligned with CM Punk. I, I could have seen them be implemented in that story when Max get, got back, but, you know, there was, just, there was just so many different, you know, moving parts happening and shit. Uh, it just kind of is what it is. I, I do want to say this just real quick. Uh, I personally love Dax Harwood. I think he's awesome. I think he's a great wrestler. I really enjoy his style of wrestling. I enjoy his mind for the business. Um, in terms of what they're going to do and what they're not going to do, I genuinely think they're doing the veteran thing of we're going to sit back, heal our wounds, and see how the wrestling landscape plays out. Because on one side, 
They have the WWE, which, you know, they have a great relationship with Paul Levesque, but we don't know if Paul Levesque's going to be in the company in two, three months, you know? And then in AEW, they have a situation where um, their biggest political ally would have been CM Punk, and we don't know if he's going to be in AEW in two months. So I genuinely believe it really is going to come down to that. I think they're going to sit back and see how this whole thing shakes out. And depending on whether Punk comes back and depending on if Hunter really does have the book for, uh, you know, a significant time further, that's where they're going to make their choice. I was going to throw in, yeah, you brought up the a lot of things should happen because I think they were going to feud with, with the United Empire around the summer, around Forbidden Door, and then just the... <laughs> You know that sucks if you have your whole creative around one guy, and it just—I can just imagine being backstage or being at your hotel, just seeing your creative just blow up in your face because what happened with CM Punk and the Elite, and then have and then hating the Elite even more now if they do actually hate the Elite and why they—they uh, they don't really like them, the frustrations and why they want to leave. It's just like a whole weird situation all around with everybody involved in that thing. Yeah, literally, it's like. Um... Oh, uh, yeah, it's a it's a weird city. Like from every perspective, like there is legitimate reason for everyone to feel slighted, at least in some way, you know, or you know didn't get what they should have got, or whether that's Punk, whether that's Dax, whether that's the Young Bucks, whether that's Kenny, whether that's like MJF, whether that's you know what I mean, like all these people that were heavily because I've been brought up. This is what happens when something blows up with the fucking biggest star in the company. You know what I mean? It affects a lot of shit, bro, and it fucks up a lot of things, you know? So you remember during that time period where we all thought that the pinnacle was gonna be reformed with CM Punk as the leader. No punk you know I mean yeah. yeah he's gone, you know what I mean? And it's like uh someone people saying love check it's like Stokely said that you know we was meant to do stuff with CM Punk like the far, like the farm Versus like CMFTR and Wardlow or something like that, you know. And it's just like that all, that all, uh, you know, it's all gone. But anyway, uh, a couple super chats, and we need to get to this Dynamite review because we're yeah. two hours in. Uh, Respiro's first bit to Romano, five dollars. Uh, this is from our board meeting that we did briefly earlier. Um, <laughs> breaking, breaking sources telling me Unpurish United have no interest in signing back of Hamman due to nagging grind running injury. No, here we go. <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, you know, it's it's a hard, it's hard to work with these people, Fabrizio. Oh my, hey, Marty, uh, CNBC just tweeted that AW, oh AW interest merger. Wait, what? If you look at the, <laughs> this is w- man, yeah, many went AEW to blend with the merger. What? Yeah, I know, I was sorry. I, I'm eating some takis. WWE sm- <laughs> smaller rival AW interested in merger, and it's from CNBC now. Could you imagine like a fucking super wrestling promotion where like <laughs> Jesus Christ, that sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. That's very unprofessional. Okay. Doing a podcast. The key, the key, the key points sorry. on this CNBC article are because this this is part of huge. At the top of, at the top of, at the top of article, what you say? Because all, all podcasts, he's been coping like. Mo said I'm shaking, bro. I'm just, I'm I'm sat here just scrolling the thing, bro. It's it's clickbait. It's nothing. Read it. Read it. Go ahead. There's nothing really here, bro. Like. Until I'm, shaking. Until like I'm shaking, bro. Man, I thought it was me. Long shot because right. the McMahons may view selling to the cons as a non-starter. 
It's literally exactly what Monty's saying. It's just CNBC putting publishing their version of this, what we already know. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's publishing the fucking Fightful report. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, even if... My thing is right. So I never said that I don't think Tony and... Like his dad would wouldn't be interested in it. He's like, bro. Even if Tony, like, even if it was all he wanted in life, like, I want to, I want to own Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? I want to fuck it. I want to buy his company. I want to buy his baby, and I'll do what I want. Like, if that was his one goal in life, I still don't think it happened. You know, <laughs> like, you know. Uh, the, the thing is, when you think about what it would look like, right? If they merged, right, under one the the banner of WWE. Do you realize you must they would need like four brands? So nasty, bro. That's so nasty. Disgusting. AEW like it would be like NXT dark level up or some shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think Tony's just gonna turn raw into Nitro. That's what's gonna happen. Get rid of Raw. Oh, I need him to get those WCW rocks, bro. That's, that's the, where the, the, thing that's is, where the, the real gold is, you know. If Tony could run WWE. He would do Mark stuff with that too. He would absolutely make it the aesthetic of like Raw is War 1998 or some shit. Like, he would He'd totally bring back the face immediately on SmackDown. For SmackDown, right? He'd bring back the SmackDown. Immediately. <laughs> I would, I would, I would have seen his take on what, what the, uh, the invasion would look like. Because I want to know what, like, like stuff that. He would himself. <laughs> so can't get over. Uh... Monty, Tony be back. So he's like, oh, and then, and then Roman Reigns is going to come. Just imagine the stuff him and Paulie would just be cooking up in the back for this invasion. I'm going to end up running the whole company <laughs> within about 18 months. You know, if he, if he, said, he would weasel his way. He'd be, Tony Khan, he'd be Tony Khan's like right hand man for a bit, and he'd be like, listen. Heyman will just be like, listen, Tony, you're spending, you're spending too much time on this, man. You've got all for business here. But just leave it to me, brother. You know what I mean? I've got you. And, and Heyman's got the keys again, you know? First time in 24 years. That's how we get in there. Yo, yo, go, go, go on, go on, go on, go on real quick. <laughs> Dynamite opens with a, 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 a... It's all dark. There's a spotlight in the ring and Heyman's sitting on a chair. And he's just like... <laughs> So this is the revolution. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in nineteen ninety four, started. We reviewed dynamite. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, we got one, one last one. Uh, Parker's absolutely articulated exactly how I feel about FTR better than I could because he's a very he's good at that thing. You know what I mean? He's the best. Appreciate the super chat five dollars or short time Spurs as always. Always a great support in these live chats. Uh, AW Dynamite, we opened up with Hangman versus Moxley. It was very good, and Hangman won. Thoughts? It was very it was good, great. and Hangman won. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Moxley's second clean pin fall that he's lost, if I said that right. Second mm-hmm. second clean pin. What was the first? Uh, punk. Yeah, Punk. Oh, shit, yeah, Punk. Of course. They did really hard yeah. Larry. Wait, is that, so Punk was the first one? Yeah. Because, yeah, because Kenny beat him by cheating. MJF beat him by cheating. Lan- Lan- well, that- okay, Lance Archer was, was not illegal, but it was like a no-DQ match. It was a Texas death match where you uh-huh. don't have to pin your opponent. So Moxley just didn't answer the count of 10. Beast. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A beast, you know what I mean? The murder hawk monster. Everybody dies, you know? Mm-hmm. 
part. Yeah, man, Mark's first time, man, it was really good shit. Obviously, they'd done the whole angle where it was like, oh, Mark has got an injury. He's got he's concussed or whatever the fuck they were doing. Um, I thought this was very, uh, you know, sometimes in wrestling where you're like, is there any subtlety in anything anymore? You know, <laughs> it's just like, and it's like zooming in on Hangman outside the ring or stuff. Oh, man. If Hangman starts going, if Hangman regresses, bro, I'm gonna be so pissed off. Like, come on, bro, who cares? You so well, you put him out, man. Like, it was so um, heavy handed, you know, like the whole like afters in the match. The match was tremendous, and it's not, yeah. I'm just being fucking grumpy, Monty, of course, but like, um, yeah, I, man, I don't like, 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 I mean, the, the storytelling was like really heavy handed, and I don't really like uh, like concussion angles anyway, as like. Who cares? Mm. Yeah, like what oh my tickets God. are that selling? I, I, I'll tell you this, Parker, because it was probably during the period where you weren't able to cast a lot of the shows, but the very beginning of this um, this recent run of, of, of um, angles leading to this match, uh, it did seem like they were kind of doing this thing where, like, literally, Hangman's like, he's like, um, he's stumbling and grabbing, grabbing his head, like, oh, my brain, my brain. <laughs> like, and, like, Excalibur, the Taz is like, oh, hold on there, Excalibur. I think, uh, I think uh, he's not really cleared yet. I think, um, uh, I think Hangman is. Uh, I think his head is giving him some problems there. And Referee's got to get in there. <laughs> it's ours. Like that is right. Hangman Adam Page did suffer a concussion. But no, legitimately though, like at the beginning of the build, it was just Hangman like he'll get in like a fight and he'll kind of stumble a little bit, like oh, my brain. Oh. But um, thankfully, they did kind of uh, reel it back and tell a really nice story. I thought the build of this match was very good generally, and. Um, Obviously, Hangman needs this win more than John Moxley. John Moxley yeah. is pretty fucking tough one. At this Do point, you think this you know, is um, Moxley's break? Uh, no. I I could see them. I could see them giving him like, and then he comes back and they run it back again for Revolution. I, yeah, I told him. Sorry, man. Go ahead. As I told my, I told our good friend Joe, Joe yesterday during our live stream. I think the, I think the real main event for Revolution is going to be Hangman Moxley. Uh, Lights out match. So oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing is as well, like everyone talks about oh this break at Max is due, blah blah blah. It's like with wrestlers because they live such like a fast pace and the flying around and stuff everywhere. So like, Max could literally just take like two, three weeks off, you know, and be like, Yeah, I'm ready to go again, you know, I'm bored at home now. Like <laughs> um obviously with with people, yeah, then uh obviously with um with Dax, what we was talking about earlier, like he's, I'm sure Max is beat up, but like with Dax, like he's pretty open about it, you know. He's like, "Yo, I'm, I'm fucked. Like I'm a broken man, you know." So he's, uh, you know, Max, he, he might take just a couple of weeks off, so he might not take any time off, you know. He's, he's clearly a fucking animal, like we was talking about earlier. He's a savage. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, next up, we had. I believe it was Adam Cole. Or was it Adam Cole? Was it Jungle Hook or was it Adam Cole? It was Adam Cole. Okay. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, Yeah, there was a couple. You know what's all about? Um, Yeah, man. Adam Cole obviously returned. He was introduced by Tony Schiavone. They added in a little pop there and Tony Schiavone said he was uh, unfortunately introducing him. um, Doing a bit of Schiavone Cole law. Um. Yeah, man, he came to the ring and he kind of detailed kind of like his experience whilst being out injured. He talked about how scary it was having the having to deal with some of the, uh, 
you know, some of the symptoms that came with his concussion injury and stuff like that, how he couldn't leave his house, how he couldn't stay in the car for longer than 15 minutes without throwing up, struggling to very, sleep. Very in, scary yeah. stuff. Yeah, man, because like, concussions very aren't scary, scary, bro. They are yeah. scary. Um, you know, not being able to sleep at night, um, borderline getting emotional at points through the promo. It felt very authentic, very real. It was a brilliant promo. Um, he then announces that he is back. He's back. It looks like he's clear. Um, and uh, yeah, man, that was basically the meat of it. You know, um, Adam Cole is back. He sounded like a very scary time he spent out. Uh, we didn't get a lot of updates on him while he was out, which made it even like more worrying yeah. as a fan because we knew it was a concussion and a head injury, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just really cool to see him back. You know, it's just really nice. And obviously, he left as a face. He left as a bat. He left as a heel. Sorry, got that wrong three times. Uh, he left as a heel. He's obviously come back, and he's going to be uh, perceived like a baby face by the fans. I don't know what that will mean for booking. I don't know if the booking will actually turn him fully baby face. I'd assume and recommend that they do. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, who knows, man? Who's like? Obviously, we was asked that super chat earlier. What do we? What would we do with him? It's like I'm, there's not really anything that fucking hits me like a bolt of lightning. When I'm like, that's the thing to do. Um, yeah. But hopefully, they do something with him where he still feels prominent, big time, main event star. Because you know, people people love the guy, man. Like those reactions, like the pop last night was fucking ridiculous. Obviously, with it being a surprise as well. On top of it, it was just. Yeah, uh, you, you, you know, you know, what I'll say, Monty. You know, even though Adam, yeah, Adam Cole's a star, right? But when you look at his debut the first time, right, in AEW, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, he is underneath Danielson and CM Punk in the food chain, right? Mm-hmm. And and now, kind of coming back singularly, it's one of those things where it's like it really does feel like a big boost to the product, you know. And so, like, I, I do think they should treat him as, like, the big superstar coming in now this time around. Even though he, he like, he, I'm not going to say he, he wasn't the first time. He had really fun tags with the Super Click. But because Punk and Danielson were the big acquisitions, he was immediately slotted in that trio's role because it was a way to kind of give him something to do while not diluting from, like, you know, Danielson and Punk already playing the role of being the big free agent acquisitions. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'm so, with you. Uh, yeah. I also do want to say this is the first time that in AEW, I think Adam Cole is completely healthy. So I kind of want to see how he's going to wrestle now that he's now that he's healthy. And then I think something he can do is just feud with the Orange Cassidy again for the All Atlantic title, and he just no, gets it man. off him. And that's you have something for Adam Cole to do. Uh, yeah, and there's a have, few suggestions for uh, for his booking. Detonate uh, and Nova Cole versus Miro. Wow, wow, wow. We Cole. will never see Miro in AEW. Cole, Cole, Cole versus Claudio at Supercard. Uh, That's brutal for Claudio. <laughs> Juan, shout out Juan. Um, Cole versus Derby for the TNT title. Um, I mean, yeah, man. But like I said, even those ideas, bro, it's like they all sound like, like a good time and shit, but none of them like <laughs> strike me as like, let's do it, you know? <laughs> like, none really? of them. Um, yeah, man, like all, there's so many options for him that are good, but I don't think there's one that's, like, fucking hits you in the face. Like, obviously, like, when the Elite came back, it was like, they're obviously going to go after the trios, you know what I mean? When Punk came back, he was obviously going to go after Mutt, you know what I mean? It was just, like, you know, he his return has been more kind of, like, 
it's because the books are tied up in something else, you know. Um, I don't know, maybe like the Kenny Omega match or something, but it's hard because they're all baby faces at the moment. So it's like that means someone will have to turn. And it's like, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but it's good to see him back, basically. <laughs> um, okay, so I've got wrote down here the acclaimed. And I don't know what they did. They talked with Billy Gunn. And uh, they're oh, yeah, on the walk, of, the, the walk of fame. They just Matt uh, Bowen, Matt uh, Caster just talked about canceled people. And then they okay. scissored. Huh, yeah. crazy, okay, Jungle Hook versus Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. This was all about mm-hmm. one moment, you know. So yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was cool. I like Hook. I like Jungle Boy. But that one moment, though, that T bone. So this this suplex, this suplex in a big man. And there's what Hook did last night, you know. Feats <laughs> were achieved last night when, Bill, when Big Bill was quite literally flung across the ring with a team on suplex. Um, I'm all, on, I'm all in on Big Bill. He's awesome. Bro, oh, my God, man. Uh, bro, I was saying it in a live chat yesterday. Bro, at the end of the day, you, you need to understand something. He's very <laughs> He's tall. He's in good shape. He's good shape. And... He has he long nice hair, punches. and he's not a horrendous worker by any means. So. <laughs> you give this me that. So crazy. You know. Like when when he was big, Cass, like in his last run, when he was wrestling, when he was feuding with with Danielson, people mm. were like, "This was when people were having because it was in the middle of Okada's big run, and people were like, you know what? Who's who's the most high profile wrestler in the world that Okada couldn't get a four star match out of?" And like the most common answer was Big Cass, like he was <laughs> horrible. I, he's I, a new I, man I now. Yeah, he's a new man, that. you know. I, don't know. I mean, but, but honestly though, like at the end of his time in WWE, like even people in WWE were like, "Yo, he was, uh, you know, a bit of a loose cannon, a bit of a dick, blah blah blah." Then there was like stories of him like making making an ass of himself, and when he left WWE, put on all that weight and shit, you know. And now, mm. obviously, he's on that he's on that fire cycle. You know, he's turned it around. He's getting married, um, so it looks like you know. Um, it's nice to see oh, that it seems like he's got his uh his personal. Oh God, it seems like he's got his personal <laughs> life like, more on track from a outsider's point of view. Anyway, mm. so, uh, yeah, man. Looks it, new man, big Bill. He's big. He's in shape. He's not a terrible wrestler. Pop, you know. <laughs> let, let, let's have I, fun, man. My my only comments on this match are happy that Hook like, things outside of the Hook verse of Rampage. You know what I mean? Like like he's doing stuff now. He suplexed Big Bill, which is all I really cared to see, and I'm happy to see it. It was awesome, great pop. Um, Jungle Hook is a nice little team. Uh, I want Lee Moriarty to like get better because I, I have belief in him as a wrestler. I, I want to stay as someone who believes in him. Um, Garcia has found his way to a degree on, on the programming as now a viable mid-card act. He's a good worker. He's found a role for himself. Yuta is in the BCC. Uh, I, I want him to kind of catch up, so to speak. Um, what that would entail, what, what what that would need from him, I'm not sure, but I just kind of, I just want, I just want. He's just big, he needs like a big program, any bro. It's like that Garcia, he had his Danielson stuff, and right, know, 
Then it's like Utah had stuff with Moxley and yep. in the BCC. It's like Moriarty needs, you know, to fucking have a series of sick matches with fucking Kenny Omega or something, you know. So uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's ready for Kenny, but but yeah, <laughs> people people could have said yeah. that about you and Garcia. Like this is what you do, bro. You throw him into the mm. fire and you, you throw him into the water, bro. And if they swim, they swim and they get over. And if they don't, it's just another win for fucking Marks or whoever. You know, it's it's easy, man. We, we saw it in late 2021 where they gave Brian uh, Brian Thurman Jr. a shot with Max, and uh, you know the results were fairly lukewarm, and then he just kind of scaled his pushback. <laughs> Yeah, man, you can do it. Speaking of Brock, no, now he's gonna be in the four horsemen with uh Brock Anderson. Yeah. I saw some, I saw someone fantasy book like they're gonna recreate the four horsemen with Nick Aldis, uh, Brock Anderson, Lee, Lee Johnson, and Brian Tillman Jr. And, and, and that's some, and real, that's some this, real shit, right now. Monty, I literally said to myself, This is a stable for Monty and Monty only. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I was the one that said that. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a I mean, yeah, good, good. Yeah, I, was, I told the, the I told the guy, cooking, bro. I told the guy, I told the guys on the worldwide show. Imagine uh, Aldis and Eric Flair role. Monty, you know what's the funny thing? If Cody is still in AEW, that sounds like a stable that Cody would be like. All right, I'm gonna ex- work exclusively with these guys for four months <laughs> in his own form <laughs> of the show. Like just... Cody and Nick Aldis, you know, crash <laughs> and magic, brother. They've done it once for the yeah, big gold, do. you know. They were cooking, bro. But, uh, custodian, Prompt Coleman Jr. said, I don't know if I want Tony to buy WWE. I can't even go backstage to enjoy events. i got to buy tickets and I work there. Now i got to buy all event tickets. Wow. I mean, I- I'm feeling for you, bro. If, if, you know, it's going to be tough, Brian. I don't know what they're going to do with you. Another one from Brian Pillman. Legend, of course, 499. Them hooker boys versus seven foot tall tiger that can't learn anything was fun live. I bet it was fun live. It seems like the vibes were, you know, the vibes were there. The vibes were immaculate, you know. Uh, we got the big part for the big spot that we obviously spoke about. It was, uh, it was a good time, man. Um, another five dollars. You saw a half. Appreciate yeah. If you had to bet money, money between Mira and and FDR, who would you say is hundred percent going to wrestle in AEW oh, twenty twenty three? Uh, FTR, FTR is way more likely than the other two. Like, you, way more likely. No, I think Andrade. I don't think Andrade is like cooked. Like, mm. He literally tried to get fired. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just like, it's like Eddie. It's like it's Eddie. Easily, Eddie. It's, it's, it's FTR by, by a mile on this one. Miro versus Andrade would be more interesting than I'd say. Yours is probably the logical answer, you know? I'm just, think, I'm, I'm going off I, vibes, you know. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. Andrade is sitting at home watching, watching Prince and Vance and all these guys cook, and like, oh man, I need to be a part of that. And he's gonna come back after his tricep fix. Yeah, all he did was slap Sammy. You know, he didn't knock him out. You know, he's not the first person either. Here, 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 <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm gonna slap. I'm gonna slap Rob, and you guys, and I'm gonna be like, it was fine. No, but it's not. It's not. I think you'll pop people. So look, if Mont- I Mont- here's the Mont- thing, here's the thing. If I O slap Ibu, well, eh, it's, please, yeah, it's yeah. cool, you know. <laughs> but if you just slap Mont- someone, Sam Guevara is better at what he does than Ibu is, but, yeah, is no, at not. what he does. No, he's not. <laughs> mm, I think he is. <laughs> here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's not even just it's it's the fact that he slapped him intention like. Give me fire. Let's go. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like I'm gonna get to go home. 
Yeah, it, it wasn't like oh, I just lost my cool and slapped the guy like Eddie Kingston did. Like he was literally like, I want to be on SmackDown like, in two days. Hmm. Like I know TK isn't firing people. How can yeah. I get out of this? Yeah. Hmm. I'll slap Sammy. Yeah. You should have slapped Eddie. That'll, get, that'll get you fired. You know. <laughs> Said he's ungovernable. So yeah. He's ungovernable. He's ingovernable. Ingovernable. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you can't control him, you know. Uh, Mass fan 84 199. If TK boys will be the way, he needs to put Booker T over. Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, you the... know what? You're right. I'd like to get it again. I love the idea that Triple H has no <laughs> choice or agency in any of this. He has he to has go to work. Millionaire Triple H has to walk out there, right? And just he has, to, he has to be the game, he has to be the king of kings. And he has yeah. to fucking lose to Booker. Even though he's got officially retired because he nearly died, you know? Because he had a heart attack. <laughs> Literally. His heart nearly just exploded on him, you know? Uh, but hey. I can't, wait, I can't wait to see Mikey Ruckus' takes on these WWE themes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what, as if there's like... What, what are good at, at WWE themes right now? Wait, 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 what did you say, Parker? Good Johnny Gargano. Are there good WWE themes right now? Uh, uh, the Usos. <laughs> maybe I guess the Usos. I guess the Usos is Dave, bro. <laughs> they they want it. You're not old enough. Wait, sorry. <laughs> it ain't paranoia. It's the it's Usos. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I thought it was paranoia. <laughs> and and it and if Tony actually does get it, we can actually get the Usos versus the Briscoes and the Bucks. Oh, Usos versus Briscoe. Oh, mate. That's some real. That's some real nigga shit right there. You know, two black, two black teams going at it. I still, I still can't believe, I still can't believe Joe thinks that the that the Briscoes can beat up the uh, no, the Usos can beat up the Briscoes in a real fight. <laughs> Joe loves that one. You're Samoan. <laughs> What is a good theme in WWE? Like, I'm just trying to think of there's, there's all shit. Like, who, bro. what? That's why I was, con- I was like, it's going to be what bad regardless. Um, What's, it does Roman still have the thing that's like, it's like oddly like mysterious? Is yeah. still Roman's? Yeah. That's a shitter theme. I can't Brock believe it. Pony Rhodes? Oh, Cody, Cody, Cody Rhodes. That's a good theme. Cody Rhodes that's is a good bro. Yeah, um, that's a good theme. Oh, Nakamura. Nakamura is Becky, theme is oh no, Mikey Rock is getting a remix of Nakamura's theme. Oh, Edge. <laughs> Edge. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be rap Yo. over it. Yo, I, I was gonna say, okay, someone hum the Nakamura theme. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do Mikey Ruckus's rap on it. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to hear it. <laughs> It's not the Morris time. It's not the Morris time. It's not the Morris time. She's gonna keep saying, "Who's that? Who, who are you doing right now? Who's is that? Is that Dante Martin? You're doing Top Flight." Kevin Owens is a good one. We get, we get in heat in here. Going for a ride. We are getting heat. I'm shouting out the live chat. We're getting some hate. You know what I mean? You're reminding me. Um, that top light theme edge. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's giving me something dumb. You're doing it for pride. 
Yo, okay, can we, can we, yo, why is nobody pointing out, bro? Like the fuse, that AEW theme song is like really bad, bro. Like, no, yep. go ignite. And go ignite. Never been alive with the best song. Bring the boom with the beat. No, like the fuse. Bring the boom. Dying the moon. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I, I can't wow. The top flight theme is so bad. I can't stop the top flight. Yo, Parker. My job is limitless. Compared to this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My time. My Who time. Am I? <laughs> oh fuck. Who am I? <laughs> To the fire pan into the fire. Lee! Lee! Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Mikey! Sort it out, man. Come on. Send him my way. Bro, it's talking to Mikey, talking to Mikey Brockles. Takeshita. Oh, my God. Oh, oh the Takeshita theme. Oh, my God, man. Bro, Can't believe he ruined Takeshita's theme. Bro, I'm telling you, if he had Nakamura, you would literally hear, like, I bring the wreck. I kick you in the neck. Nakamura time. King of strong style. <laughs> King of strong style. Nakamura time. Let's go. Nakamura time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm just gonna the, the, the whole rest of the show is just gonna be think, just be me thinking about about <laughs> just blurting oh out random lines from and then, and then and then and then when they do the revolution will not be televised. And then when they and then when they do Nakamura's when they do Nakamura's theme, it's gonna be an electric guitar, not a violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Ricky Starks theme is good, good but the, good in, the beginning doesn't make sense. The revolution, revolution. will not be televised on a TV show. <laughs> 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 oh, no, man. Uh, but yeah, Takeshita, as I was saying, he's got a new theme by Ruckus Man. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't notice it. I need to go back and hear it. I know oh, all yeah. these themes through, through like Dark and stuff like oh. that when I reviewed Dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Takeshita versus Danielson. They hit each other very hard. Uh, people, people were dropped on heads. People took bumps. Mm-hmm. Realness was uh, displayed. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears were shed. MJF, MJF was borderline racist before the uh, <laughs> before the match, according to Twitter. Um, uh, I, I don't even want to know what he's. What well, actually happened, bro? Because I, I went downstairs oh. for a snack. You know? Oh, okay. All right. I'm gonna give you the recap. So <laughs> no. Here's what happens. All I saw was Twitter calling him racist. <laughs> MJF Cunt came out and he was just like, "Hey, uh, my name, uh, uh hold on, uh, take a shit off." And then, and then he was like, and then he was like, "Yeah, I've never actually watched it, pal. I, I hear you're big on uh Reddit and uh and and, and uh Twitter. Uh, when I and he said like um he said when he goes back and watches the show, he only watches his segments. Um. Uh-huh. And, and and then I forgot what he said, but then like uh, Takeshita cut a cut a, like a, he said something in Japanese to him, like he was just like da, 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 and the crowd popped, right? And then he was just kind of like, oh, "Sorry, pal, in my company we speak American." 
and um, you know, the fans booed, and Jesus Christ, and then and then uh, you know, Takeshita shoved him. He stumbled a little bit. He's like, whoa, 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 and then he turned his attention over to um, what's this guy's name? Ken Jong, the actor Ken Jong, and he was shitting on him for like being a washed actor, and he's making fun of his show being canceled, and then he turned his attention to Freddie Prince Jr. And he was just like, and then there's Freddie Prince Jr., <laughs> a Scooby Dooby douchebag. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's shitting on him. Oh, the other thing, he was like, I'm hearing a lot of talk. I can't last 60 minutes. Huh. I mother that. <laughs> you know, and he's like, just kidding. <laughs> Well, he's, he's, this is all bars, dude. He, he's like, ask, he's, ask your mother and your sisters. Like it's supposed, guys. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. It's all right to not and like MJF, but <laughs> stop it. Uh, but it's all right. It's all right to not like MG- MJF. That, that's like fine. <laughs> Have to realize that he's doing it to be like a, It's like self mocking. He's a heel. He's not trying. He's not trying to be fucking epic, subversive. Like, whoa, did he go there? He's trying to make himself look like an idiot for like. He's a heel. He's a heel. He's trying to get heat for the heel program, and it's okay if you like. If you didn't like the content of the Takeshita thing, that's fine. But they were they were they were obviously going to do an MJF Takeshita match for, and maybe even a program for the world title after Revolution, which is awesome. Um, but it's like, and obviously Takeshita was like fine with it. Like he okay yeah. it ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And it's okay. If you didn't like the promo, that's fine, but don't be like a fucking idiot and think that like, that, that don't get worked by just like the fucking face value words. Yeah, it's like I saw a tweet mm. no, to, to what Parker was just saying. So like I saw a tweet earlier and it was, uh, someone posted, it was like an old MLW promo. Where MJF was like, he was getting, he's getting a boot, he's getting the shit booed out of him, and it must have been like a border state or something. Yeah. And uh, MJF is like, huh, Trump should build that wall, and it's like, and the, and the caption was like, MJF, see, he's always been a dirty racist, and it's like, bro, he's been, he's been like, he's purposely being a fucking idiot, you know? Like, so, so, uh, before I get my- uh, Chris Statlerner has always been a, a literal alien. <laughs> uh, uh listen before i say anything parker it's funny you, you mentioned the whole thing about him intentionally being an idiot because uh i saw my brother the promo my brother who does not watch wrestling anymore and he was just kind of like um the fact that he literally said the phrase we speak american here is clearly him like, going, like, like he's portraying like a fucking like ignorant dumbass because it's like he he's trying to be disco or... inferno because that's literally what disco Ooh. inferno said like three days Ooh. ago about to get we speak american all right we're like <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, he's being, he's like, again, I, I, I get, okay, like I said, I, I get if you think it was bad, but like, I, I get if you didn't enjoy it, but don't, don't get fucking worked by a promo, well, dude. Well, 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 it's well, not him that being crazy. That, that's the thing. So, so for uh, me, right, it's like, if you thought that, because I was among these people, if you thought that. You don't like go away heat, if that's not your thing, by all means. Well, it's not even that though, but like, if you think that, um. If you thought that the material was very much low-hanging fruit and oh, I kind of want to just get to the match, totally fine, right? But if you genuinely watched that promo and your takeaway was, Max isn't like Japanese people. Oh, my God. Like, that's a little ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, now, now I'll, I'll say this about the promo. Um, on a structure, I'm going to comment on the structure of the segment. 
because you know in terms of content, make it quick then. Okay, okay. Here's my, I would recommend. I would recommend this because because Max Max kind of just shat on everybody, and then the match happened, right? And yep. because all the attention from the crowd was on him, when the match started, it kind of felt like weird, like as if like mm. we were just left with this thing in the ring after we were focused on Max the whole time. And what I would have suggested personally, right? Personally, is in the middle of the rant, like mid promo, Takeshi would have just been like, "Yo, fuck this shit," right? And just like punch him in the face or something, hilarious him out the ring, right? Max, he's gonna be the heel that shows ass. He'll kind of like stumble around, like what the fuck? He did that to me, like what? He'll look at the crowd, he'll point him, like, like shut up, shut up, fuck you, he didn't do shit to me, right? And then at mm-hmm. that point, Takeshi grabs the mic and he's just like, I am here to wrestle, Brian Dennison, come on out of here. The crowd pops for it, right? You know they're they're ready for the match. Danielson comes out, right? They have a great match. We get the pinfall, right? Danielson celebrating. I don't know, spell for this, and then Max comes in. Dan Max comes in right and like 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 a like yeah a, you know, no I spike, I agree I, I don't I didn't like putting it right in, front of the, right in front of the match yeah yeah right and my, my Dan Max shows up like a spiteful dickhead kicks Danielson in the balls or something and he's just kind of like I never lose or whatever the fuck he did you know he gets his heat back my my take on the promo was I I didn't like it I mean I just I just thought it was kind of annoying that they put it before the the match and when the yeah. match started I kind of I was just like man I don't really care like. About it, and then once they started throwing bombs with each other right away, I was like, "Okay, I'm back into it." But the first couple of seconds, I was just like, "It's whatever." And then I just kind of was like, I thought that he just like belittled Takeshita before the match even started. I know that's what he was supposed to do, but it's just like Takeshita didn't even get his heat back or he didn't do anything. You know, all he just let he just let him talk his shit to him, and yeah, he said, "Kiss my ass," and the crowd popped. But that was probably yeah. as close as he got. You know, uh, but yeah, man. Uh... Don't get like I, said, I don't think I'm, MJF is legitimately racist. Um, of course not. I think he's just deliberately, like Park said, playing a fucking <laughs> idiot. Someone, someone said in the, in the live chat, MJF just turned on his inner JBL. You know, it's yeah. Like he ob- he obviously sees himself as like super super classic ter- territory territory heel, who <laughs> who is like you cannot cheer for this man. He needs to be booed. Mm. And that's what the the segments and the tickets and everything and the pay-per-view buys mm. and all that are based on is like you wanting to see this guy get his fucking ass kicked and get vanquished. And that's the like that's why you do an hour match with him, because it's like, oh, can he can he go an hour? Oh my goodness. And so mm. like, yeah, is and yeah, if you didn't like the, the content, that's fine. But at least it's pretty obvious where yeah, it's pretty obvious yeah. where, where he's going. Yeah, ten dollars from far for triple two. Appreciate him as always. Uh, I guess fifty-three thousand people got worked by MJF. He lost five. He lost five percent of the viewers. The entire Discord voice chat wanting to get to the match. The heat from the match was killed cool for like a few minutes. Listen, we're not saying none of us here has said that the actual promo was good. I don't think. Uh, yeah. I, I I'm not anyway. It's just, yeah. yeah. So we're just saying. I don't. I don't think because there is people out there far. Like there is like I said. Like, I've seen yeah, people, there are people who are like, like, this, like one of the worst. I've ever yeah, seen. Like, legitimately yeah. think that he's racist. Like that is you know. I'm actually kind of interested. Like, to see, you know? I don't, I don't really want I don't really want him to do the same promo he did like come out before the Bandito match next week. But at the same time, kind of interesting to see what he's going to say about Bandito. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 Triple A. Oh. Yo, that's a bar. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, um, okay. Enough of. 
Anyway, yeah. next up, <laughs> we have uh, da, 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 da. Juice Robinson wants to face Darby Allin for the TNT title on Rampage. I'm sure that'll be a good match. Uh, by, and, by the uh, way, I love the idea. Far, I love your support and everything like that. But I love the idea that like a segment that had multiple commercial breaks and was all like video packages uh <laughs> up until uh <laughs> mjf shows up is like that's the reason why it lost all the viewers like come on come on bro anyway yeah. continue yeah soraya soraya and tony storm versus brute baker and jamie Hayter. a match with a lot of eyes on it a lot mm-hmm. of discourse around it a lot mm-hmm. of speculation a lot of mm-hmm. even reports boys some um Obviously, I'm talking about Mercedes Monet potentially showing up and being a partner or interrupting or doing something. Mercedes Monet did not show up. I thought the tag match itself was a good time. I popped mm. quite a lot. It was pretty um, good. But yeah, man, we didn't. Obviously, there was the whole Sheeda. Like she tried to slide the kendo stick into the ring to help the baby faces, but it ended up with the heels, and it was like it looked like Sheeda. And- made a genuine mistake but because it planted last week it was like did she didn't she mean to do it blah 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 so i guess that was like the angle that they did there um but yeah the heels got the win Britt baker and jamie hater um again obviously no mercedes after the match um uh, i mean you know a lot of people are expecting mercedes man i don't think the expectations were exactly managed perfectly um but at the same time, it's not like I said, there was definitely flags there for the people who, like myself, you know, not to put myself over again for this, but, but like, you know, there wasn't really a lot there to think that she was coming in, other than a few reports saying that she hasn't, no, nobody's denied it, you know what I mean? And then Sean, Sean myself never really done like a big report about it. I thought that was a flag because it was like, if she's coming in, surely Sean would drop some sort of like bat signal you know what i mean like he has with literally every other signing um even though mike pw insider even though he's like mainly wwe news i found it quite interesting that he had literally like not a word to say about the whole thing you know because uh, obviously he's, he's a very reliable reporter um and you know then you've got dave and i know a lot of people would not put dave in a reliable category but i definitely get a lot of uh more news from him and we aggregate a lot of his news and quotes on the recipe's website and dave seemed fucking crazy confident on it bro he was just like yeah she's not coming you know <laughs> she's not coming in so i kind of uh i was definitely leaning towards that and um yeah man i just don't there was there was some there was definitely hints like i don't know like how people on twitter today are kind of done like well if you was expecting sasha banks that's your fault and it's like bro yeah. <laughs> obviously we, we spoke about all this earlier because it's obviously such a big subject but no hints and they didn't even say her name if you should not want you should you should have no expectations you no. should never hope for anything better than what you have um go back to november <laughs> When when Omega is, made, did a video package at New Japan and announced that he was coming after Osprey, don't don't hope for that. Don't hope no. for that. Even though they've been feuding, at, uh, they've been teasing it and talking about it and feuding over it. Don't just don't hang on. If you get your hopes up, don't don't do it. Not allowed. You know. If you're Come mad, on. it's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. All right. It's your fault. You know we're going for a ride. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, yeah, you know what we need in Monty, you know what we need to implement in 2023? Buttons that just hit certain sound effects. Yeah, we need we need <laughs> to get Rob, Rob's soundboard like to yeah. a better level. You know? Listen, uh, we need a flex a funk master flex bomb. We need we need and now we going for a rock. You know? <laughs> 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 the top float the top float ones were our top one. So <laughs> no no you, you know what we need also the, the part in the Keith Lee song where he just goes Lee! No, the key flea one. The key flea one. Get the fire! Joe, uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe has that exact clip where it's like, "Who am I, Keith <laughs> Joe's got like that whole intro that he plays all the time with the sound boy. Like, <laughs> oh, bro, I, bro, I need to look at the bro, no, no. You know what's the funniest one? No one's gonna remember this. It's Layla Hirsch's theme. It starts out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So it's like punk shit at the start. <laughs> what does it say at the start of Jade? Oh, is is I don't remember. How does Jade's go? Jade has a good theme. Jade has a good theme. Jade yeah, Cargill. Um, who else we got, bro? Well, so we just go through the whole, go through the whole. Yeah, no, get out of about uh, It's very unfortunate. Thunder Rosa has a good theme. Powerhouse. <laughs> that one's pretty good. It's alright. It's alright. Yo, um, <laughs> let me see if this is the Layla Hurst theme. Alright, it, it, it is. This. All right, ready? Want to play the movie? Like. <laughs> oh no, you guys It's not words. Words at all. Come on. Thunder Rosa's theme isn't that good, man, man. It's just. That's pretty good. That, that's really all you need. What's Tony Storm's going on now? Uh, far five dollars. More mention are still dying for having hope and TK doing nothing to stop it. But maybe we got to start <laughs> thinking like a wrestling fan. You know, imagine thinking like a wrestling fan and having expectations and hopes and no, dreams. Nope, you know, nope, not not. Brian Cage. Tony Storm's theme song is just an aggregation of the song Barracuda. That's why it rules. Barracuda. Tony's his dog. Oh, Jamie Hayter's theme's good. Britt Baker's theme is good. Uh, the Young Bucks theme's good now. The Young Bucks uh, have a good. Wait, 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 no, wait, no. Isn't the main Young Buck theme Super Kid Party? Yeah. Kenny's is good. Who? Do you remember? You guys remember Proud and Powerful? 
<laughs> if I wasn't proud, then I wouldn't be powerful. And then at Walmart, and then they had the no. It starts off with the pit, it starts with the pit bulls uh, barking and everything like that. <laughs> that shit sucked. If I wasn't proud, then I wouldn't be powerful. Parker, keep saying that in the background. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna do the verse. Go. If I wasn't proud, then I would be powerful. We don't do them gang signs. Back, shorty, watch me bang mine. Like it's <laughs> not talking about games. Wait, even we're talking about world. banging one. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, fucking Eddie, bro. No, no. I love hey, Eddie. Yeah. Hey, hey, the it's cold, cold. That's what it's cold. cold. Fun. Give it a fuck to look. You don't see me playing that. You even knuckle up. Have you guys heard the second part of that song? No. <sighs> Bro, the second part of it is a Bone Thugs and Harmony song. Oh my god! It, it, yeah, just, just, it, just sound, it just sounds like fake DMX to me. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then once you, yeah, then I think a minute really, into it, it turns into a Bone Thugs. When you see Reese, oh my god, is that private Come party? On. Private party. That's, that's a good rules. one. Yeah, probably. shots, shots, shots. What we mean? Shots. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, I also like I, I like Matt Hardy's. How are we? How are we doing this again? Uh, I know this is the, this is the, 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 the acc- so acclaimed one is good. The beat for it is like so such a like shitter like shitter beat. But well, we the, for some reason that that like baseline just that synth bass just hits. It's so and then, listen, it's like so infectious. The acclaimed Monty, I'll tell you this. I've gotten literally four DMs saying this bit is incredible. <laughs> It's so Bro, good. It's oh my god. It's so, because there's so <laughs> many bad ones. This, yeah, this, this, <laughs> only, it's unreal how many there it's, is. It's, wrestling, it's just one of those things that if you like take two seconds to step outside of like the wrestling expectations and wrestling, and ball, you're, like, you're like, what the fuck is this? That's that's why I literally <laughs> never listen to wrestling music. Like when I see like no offense to anybody, no offense to anybody who's like who like does this, who's listening, but when I see your fucking Spotify rap and your top artists are like CFOS and like ruckus i'm like what the fuck are you doing what i what and i listen to k-pop and so it's like come on man what are you doing go listen to bro, anything yo yo guys when, when when brody king and malachi team they're called the kings of the black throne have you guys actually heard their theme song their duo theme oh what's the brian cage one man i can't wait, remember wait, 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 hold on this is, i can't remember i can't remember guys the, the malachi and brody theme is just Kings of the Black Throne! <laughs> Kings but, of the Black Throne! But at least the House of Black theme songs are awesome. Like they, just, they just sound better and cooler than any, any other theme on the show. Darby's got a good theme. Oh, yeah, no, but Darby's the best, the best song. one's Top Float, bro. We're still, we're still not <laughs> talking that <laughs> <laughs> you get no, no, it? No, they're no. going for a ride because they're flying, <laughs> like a flight. <laughs> Yo, in before Mikey Ruckus changes Darby, and it's like I'm a daredevil. I'm fearless. I'm <laughs> jump, jump, I jump off the fucking skateboard. Is he listening, Brian Cage? <laughs> He's like dying over there. <laughs> hey, I'm imagining some pop punk. Hey, boom, 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 boom. Like, I am a machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play, I'll play, I'll play. 
<laughs> as soon as you hear it, you'll it'll just come back with us. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, dude, Mikey, Mikey, some of these are so on the fucking nose, man. Come on, give us a little bit. Even Roosh is funny. Roosh, Roosh. Yeah, even Roosh, bro. Roosh. Crazy. Yo, you know what's the actual, you know what's a beast theme in wrestling? It's in, it's in WWE, Monty. I don't care what you say. If you believe yours is the only way. <laughs> Edgy's alternate theme and the old oh, yeah, yeah. I think it, it's changed or something. Parker, Parker, when, when Judgment Day first became a thing, <clears throat> at the beginning of the song, it goes like, oh. No, that song's sick. I, I watch it on pay per views. It's awesome. No, but I was going to say, at the beginning, when Edge is still in the stable, you, you hear Edge's voice go, You think you know me? <laughs> Well, you don't. <laughs> it's like, don't do that. That's so much better than Dustin Rhodes has got a banger. I'm telling you, Johnny Gargano's is one of the best things in uh, WWE, too. Isn't it still but, his same one that he always had? So, so Parker, they changed it. They have a, they have a man singing it now? Because before it was like, no way. Oh, it's a man? That's bullshit. The original no, no, was good. And, and so now they change it to a guy going like, no, sir. No, no, no. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I hate that. WWE, god damn it. This rebel heart. Takeshita's roster picture looks kind of like weird. I don't know why. He's like doing this. He's, he's kind of like pouting. And it's like, I don't know. It just sticks out to the rest. But look, it's... look, you got Keith there. Okay. You got Kenny. Okay. Keep safe, you know. Okay. Yeah, it's what cause... the fuck is he doing? <laughs> it's because he's looking up. He's looking up. That's why. Oh no, man. Um. Yeah, man. Okay, wow. so dynamite. Wait, 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 dynamite one, more, like... one more, one more, one more. We need it three hours, man. We're, we're, we're at the end of the show. We're at the end of the show. Listen, real quick, Parker. If 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 Punk had to dump the cult of personality, and Mikey Ruggis had to do a CM Punk, what would it be? Would it be like I am straight edge? <laughs> It'd be like it would start off with him being like, "I'm back." Straight to the edge. I'm straight edge. I was like, I'm from the shy, but I'm not shy. Something about Second City Sight. Second City. He needs to go back to WWE and use the kill switch engage. And it'll, it'll be called. Cool. It'll be called cool, like on YouTube. It'll be called cool, like put you to sleep or some shit. Like oh my, oh, oh, <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too sleep. Back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. Yeah. Um, I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> I think we've got a super shot or two. One minute. Um, Oh, the oh men of the year God. theme, bro. Fuck. People just keep dropping them. Um, men of the year? I don't remember it. You don't remember it? No. 
He's like, Reese. Hold on, let me. Sorry, bro. I think he's for the sign, but. No, but it's like, reach out to the sky. Or whatever the fuck it's at the saying. Here's the man in the middle of your team. I don't recognize it. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I still can't believe he ruined Jeff Jersey. That took some effort on his behalf. <laughs> uh, far five dollars. Um, my mention. No, I said that. That's the one already. Ready? I read that one. Okay. Sorry, Far. Uh, Jan Fyodor, five, can- five dollar Canadian. Appreciate it. These impressions are hilarious. I'm doing incredible stuff. Great to have the rest of you with Ace back of Hangman back. Thank you, Jan. Hey, you know, uh, the podcast got a bit long with him, but you know, it's just kind of how it is. And, uh, you know, much like Dynamite, much like Dynamite, we now have limited time left for our, uh, you know, our closing segments, which is uh, Dynamite. I feel like I'm missing something, man, but I'm also the, 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 the JS, the JS, thing. yeah, the JS segment. But I feel like, is there any? No, there was the orange, there was the orange Cassidy promo that me and AO shot on in the group chat. But, yeah, um, you're not, you're not missing anything. Sure. Yeah, as I said, that wasn't exactly like a huge relevant part of the show. Um, so yeah, there was a JAS segment where Ricky Starks and Andretti, well, JAS came up first this, and they this, cut their this promo. Fucking uh, you know, Ricky Starks and Andretti come out, they kind of go back and forth, and then you know, it's this whole like 10 minute thing of going back and forth. Such a fucking and, uh, Everybody just wanted to get to the did you see? Yeah. Did you see? Did you see the part where um. Andretti said something about Jericho or whatever, yeah, or about Sammy Guevara and fucking uh, and Garcia. Garcia goes to grab a mic and he's like, he's like, yo, yo, and he's like, his mic's not working, but you can still hear him fully through the camera, so it comes across really weird. And he's looks at his mic, he's like, is this thing gone? And Jericho, like a fucking pro, Jay, he's just fucking slyly hands it over <laughs> like, right in front of the camera, oh, yeah. bro. Like he's just like a pro, just he's such slides a it in. Oh Action Andretti week. might be the worst promo of all time. Uh, I'm, I, he was awesome when he wrestled against Jericho. What the fuck, dude? Go talk to somebody. <laughs> Imagine, you know, I mean, Park. You know what I noticed about like guys who are like green on the mic. Is they all yell awkwardly? <laughs> I'm going to get you, Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. Like they say he's like uh, the speaking. I uh, I don't know how to explain. Like the the speaking of rhythm, like a really weird, weird rhythm, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Everything goes like is- yeah. They don't know what line to emphasize and shit. Like it's yeah, like... so they end up em- emphasizing like something in every sentence, and everything almost sounds like they're telling a joke. And it'll be like, you know, uh, <laughs> Sammy, he can't control his girl, like, and it's just like, well, okay, well, like I don't know. You know, he's new, he's young. At least he's. It seems like yeah, he's I confident in yeah. talking into a mic. If that makes sense. Mm. Uh, the commenters were very mad different. at me. I'm making a joke. He did really bad, but I don't think he's the worst promo of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be the Miz. Yeah, that that um, might have been. That would be that would be the Miz. That would be Mike yeah. the Miz, Mizanin, <laughs> JBL, Short Town Spurs, five dollars. Jake Hager, Cook Starks on the mic. Can't believe it. I mean, uh, bro, lot past it, man. Everyone, everyone, everyone that always spoke to at least was just kind of waiting for the main event at this point. Yeah. And the segment went like ten minutes, including the ad break. Right, so we only got the ten-minute main event, which we'll get to now. 
the S. I want to get this right. Escalera de la Muerte. Is that right? Escalera de la Muerte. Okay. Um, it was a ladder match. <laughs> um, yeah, man. The Wayward Sons, the elite versus Death Triangle. Obviously, the uh, you know the the decider in the best of series, best of seven series for the trios championships. They, you know, there was only like ten minutes left, but like ten minutes, you know, you tell the elite they've got ten minutes with these fucking best luchas in the world right now, you know, and right. shit <laughs> and pack. And fucking, you know, you're gonna get a crackhead fucking sprint of crazy awesome. spots and just cocaine wrestling. I, you know I what thought, mean? I <laughs> it was awesome. Diminished time. It was a bit I, too. I, it, there wasn't any direction to it, frankly. No, no, quietly. <laughs> I, I, I have to say that that right. the lesser time made the match better. In fact, I right. thought this was a cracking. Class main event. I, I, I thought, thought it was, was class. Really? I thought it was still I, too long. I thought it was I still it was, too fucking long. I, I thought it was very <laughs> class. You see, you see, Derby versus Joe last week. The eight, the eight minute match. That was the match of the year. That's a perfect was, length. Even, uh, honestly, a bit too long for me though. A, li- a little right. bit. I, I think a TV main event. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a TV main event needs to be about six to seven minutes. Right. I think it needs and, to be about two or two and a half minutes. Now look at all, this, look at all this Brit, this Brit rest slander and shit. You know, you know. I, 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 I personally couldn't have ever imagine. I hate Penta because I hate. I don't like Mexican people, and I don't like Frank, what frankly, they do. All frankly, right. watching the spots in this match, I I thought it was quite okay at best. Right. Um, I would give this. I would say it's a match of the year candidate, and I'm gonna give it three and a quarter stars. Right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, you're saying it was just okay and then in your next sentence saying it was a match of the year candidate <laughs> why is that so funny <laughs> no, no the funniest part is when they're, when, when they're like oh, you know it was alright there's some solid selling and some some good heat segments uh, one of the better matches of the year uh, three and a one of the better you know yeah I just yeah, feel man. like I just so feel that's like the end that's the end of really cool man. you know what I mean all these Brit rest fellas I personally couldn't ever imagine being British in a wrestling fan. I think that's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, the, the, this the main event. It was, you know, it was it was a fucking crazy time. There was a one winged angel off the ladder. There was multiple table spots. There was fucking everything. <laughs> you know, as yeah, much as you can pack awesome. into a te- yeah. as much as you can pack yeah, into just, a ten minute match, like <laughs> putting yourself through a table on on the outside. It was great. It was a very solid match. Where would you rank? Where would you rank it? I didn't watch. I didn't watch five, six, or seven. Oh shit! Four, five, or six. Or sorry, I sorry, four, five, or six. I didn't watch four, five, or six. I thought, I thought all of them were so fucking good. Like all four that I watched. Like it's it's really hard to rank them. The the one in Chicago was pretty fucking unbelievable super though. fun that was that was really fun yeah that was yeah. my personal favorite that'll be like yeah. the one that is that easily the most the memorable month. for me yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i think i think when this is all said and done the most memorable for me are probably one two and six was the la- the um false count anywhere correct Monty? what was that, that was where, six was the false count anywhere right yeah six was yes. antonio yeah, yeah I, 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 that and the first two are the most memorable to me. Probably, I gotta watch this one back to be honest, because uh, 
Yeah, because I was so stunned by Mercedes that it kind of like uh, <laughs> it kind of threw me off this main event a little bit. I can't lie. But but uh, look, this was really good. Such a child. No, nah, you, know, you know, but I was kind of nah. off my game, bro. <laughs> that tone. Forrest Gump, you remember? Parking <laughs> <laughs> man, these guys are working hard, but I just the Mercedes thing just kind of just, just fucking sad about Sasha, bro. Uh, Regal four ninety nine. Uh, you got you, you got to read that with the accent, Parker. Go ahead. Parker, my scrumptious toasted marshmallow. Love the accent, mate. Iba, assalamu alaikum. Oh. <laughs> Shout out Regal. Yeah. Thank you, Regal. Thank you, Regal. Um, Regal, I don't know how much longer your employment in World Wrestling Entertainment is going to last, but I wish you the best of luck. Um, you ain't welcome back. And, 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 and Regal, please make sure that Braun Strowman doesn't beat Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship this week on SmackDown. Monty, you should have the picture for uh, Regal. Yeah, I should do. Uh, Regal's gonna tell Paul Levesque. Oh, I think Gunther's bloody class. Yeah, I think he's a he's a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this meme. Is, is that just like is that just a normal screenshot? Like I don't get I don't get it. <laughs> Am I missing something? Yeah. Yeah, oh, bro, use your eyes. Regal in an office. I, I can't. I can't. I, I this is this is preposterous. Oh, he done this. He done this oh, yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It, it's the queen as a, as a snake. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it's yeah. a lizard first. <laughs> Ibu is just not with it, you know. He's, he's not down it's with a, the kids, bro. That was oh, crazy. I, 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 I was. <laughs> I haven't gone too much, man. You know. It, it's it's known. Regal Regal's a known lizard guy. Jesus Christ! All I know is. Now that I'm back, all I can expect is that. Can, can someone screenshot what is on right now and post, including the comments? Anymore, <laughs> That's so good to me. All I all I know, Parker, is that now I'm back on Russell Pierce podcast. I'm gonna be going through a rock. You know what we're forgetting to point out, Parker? After he says that, the beat goes boom, 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 Okay, let me get back on screen. Uh, what am I doing? Yeah. Uh, we have a fifty dollars super chat from Far, always uh, supporting oh us and just wow. being a man, of course. Uh, strong wrestling, fifty dollars super chat. Strong wrestling episode of Dynamite. Non wrestling yes. segments besides Call Return felt like they were done to pop the Warner Brother Discovery's executives in attendance. It's just crazy we are getting this kind of wrestling on cable TV weekly. Cherish these times. I agree. I, I I think the level of wrestling in, in the level of wrestling in AEW Dynamite is so cracking, it's so high that all I can say is Tony Khan, thank you, because you, you saved professional it. wrestling from those bloody wankers, the McMahon's. Those bloody and, those and, and, Saudi blood money. <laughs> oh man, it's not oh, fuck. Money. The, the Saudi business talk again. Um, <laughs> money. See, Shard, I think even I'll put this. I'll put Far's comment back up because obviously it was a big one. Yeah. Uh, Spurs back up just sees a normal queen because he's also a lizard. I am. I'm, I'm on board with that conspiracy, bro. You know? That sounds about right. You ever seen his Instagram? 
<laughs> Probably <laughs> unsettled, you know. Unsettling privacy abuse Instagram. Man. Monty every Monty every two weeks just goes Instagram. Weird vibes. Weird vibes, bro. It's true. We, we were talking about before you got here. <laughs> Weird, bro. No, I, I, yo, yesterday I told Monty, I said, I'd be dressing, man. And then Parker was like, unbuttoned shirt and wears a chain. I'd be dressing. <laughs> then he, no, there's a screenshot of his Instagram, and every single shirt is him with his head tilted this way, going like. <laughs> and, and then he's got an unbutton and a chain, and that's all he does. Oh, that's my what he does, bro. Gimme. Let's wrap this up, though. I think we can get. Are, are, we, are, we, not I think we, can... are we not done? <clears throat> No, I mean, not the uh, wrap up the podcast. Uh, so, Ibu, you want to make your oh, announcement? Yeah. We'll do yeah, the plugs yeah. and we'll bounce out of here. So, stay for the next few minutes because we got a big announcement coming. Ibu, talk to the people. All right, listen, guys. <clears throat> um, I have been gone for a little bit, right? You know, but it wasn't all vacation time. I have been working on some stuff in the background. And I'm happy to announce, guys, that coming soon. Probably by the end of this month. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Cross your fingers, Parker. Drum roll, please. Coming soon. Coming soon. Wrestle channel. The road to WrestleMania. What I'm going to be doing is essentially... Say that, say that again. You, you cut out. You cut out. <laughs> He was like, um, yeah, man went, <laughs> went coming to wrestle purists. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't hear that? No. So, great. What, take it from the t- – all right, here we go. Listen, guys. <laughs> all right, listen, 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 guys. Come to the channel. You know, I know you guys love the podcast, you love the live streams. I love them too. I'm going to be doing them fairly consistently going forward. But that's not the only thing I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be diversifying the output of content on the channel. And coming soon to WrestlePierce, hopefully the first part by the end of January, is the road through WrestleMania Part 1. Essentially, it's going to be a video series where I basically give my big takeaways examining all the WrestleMania matches that I watched over 2022. Uh, as you guys know, I've been doing the review series. I've been plugging them on the channel. I've been watching the shows and reviewing my matches and stuff like that. And so I thought the best possible payoff is a video review series. And so mm-hmm. you can expect me. You can expect Monty. We're going to be talking about a lot of what I've been watching. We're going to break it up into parts. And the parts are going to cover very broad topics. With the first one generally being basically why the WWF was successful as a product and worked in the 1980s during that whole golden age period. And so we're going to take a look at that, talk about it. And uh, it's going to be us talking. You're going to see some nice visual aids. There's going to be some editing in on, on that shit and stuff. So it should be fun. Um, I'm very excited for it. And you can expect the first part again by the end of the month. So the road through WrestleMania coming to WrestlePurist. Yeah, there it is, man. No, we're going to get, uh, we're going to start getting into more video essays and stuff like that. So like... <laughs> yeah we're uh we're gonna get more into like video essays and shit like that so like yeah if you've followed us from like day one massively appreciate yeah that's amazing um but all we've done as you pretty much know is these live streams besides the two interviews that we did with jonathan gresham and melina which were pre-recorded but they were very, pretty much the same format like we just hit live and it's just kind of us talking for like an hour two hours or something 
Um, we want to do like actual, you know, YouTube videos, if that makes sense. So like 10, 15 minute videos that'll cover a broad subject and we'll try and uh you know, we'll try and like do things properly, do you know what I mean? And make sure stuff is properly researched or do you know what I mean? Like it won't just be like your content farming, you know, sort of shit that you see a lot in like on wrestling YouTube pages where they just kind of like do lists of everything. Like if we do a list, like we're properly like we're gonna be like fucking it'll be like the most researched top ten list you've ever seen, do you know what I mean? Um so yeah, we want to do like more place and this is your top ten Royal Rumble eliminations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, we want to do YouTube content, video essays, those sort of things. Obviously, Backup Hangman's gonna do his like uh WrestleMania based uh you know video essays and stuff. So that's something to look forward to, definitely, and just kind of keep an eye out for that sort of stuff on the YouTube channel in 2023 because, you know, uh, we've, got, we've got the WrestleMania series coming from Back of Hangman. Um, we've got some stuff that we're going to be working on for kind of a video videos, basically. So FTR won the Respirus Tag Team of the Year, so there'll probably be some sort of video popping up in the next month or so, like about rest about their year. Do you know what I mean? Like why FTR are the best tag team in the world at the minute or something like I that. I want I want I want it to be yeah. Joe Holbert speaking <clears throat> in a masturbatory tone as soft elevator music plays in the background. <laughs> uh same with Marx. We'll probably do one maybe we'll do one for <laughs> we'll 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 do one for Bianca. We'll maybe do one for like promotion, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll do like there'll be like some short, cool videos on our channel. You know, it won't just be these three-hour fucking live streams like today and stuff like that. But you know, <laughs> I told uh, you, I told you, I was gonna be three hours too. Hell yeah. oh, bro. It's back up, hang man, bro. What you want? He, he shows up forty minutes late. He talks over people. He waffles. He's just fucking. He's disrupted to the locker room. It's I'm so fucking good. back, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the Peers podcast. You know what I mean? Be sure to write, like the video, comment on the video, subscribe if you haven't. I'm freaking back. Expect to see me on Mondays and Thursdays and maybe a Friday or two, you know, especially considering the status mm. of uh, one of our EVPs. But again, I'll be back next week. I'm challenging AO to a debate and, and, and his, the status of his board membership is on the line. All right. So again, comment on the video. Like the video. Subscribe if you haven't, man. And so for Parker, for Manny, for Monty, I'm Ibu of Russell Pierce. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Watch Dumb Guy live and uh, follow Manny the Hooper on Twitter. <laughs>